really how hard that. can it be? I don't think it's the Dogecoin guy did it in two hours. He's worth fifty billion dollars. So we just have to create our own fat coin. Yeah, fat coin. Get some press out there. Surely Mike. That's not a great fucking name. I know. Mm. Anyway, let's not. Oops. We won't put that on the pod. We don't want people to know that because that's our secret. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to the winter special episode. We are recording. Mate, no. you're even wearing a hoodie. I'm wearing a hoodie. He's wearing a hoodie. I mean, it's a pretty, pretty fucking light hoodie, but here we are. Wait, is that like, is that a say that I don't wear thick enough hoodies? Yes. I feel like you're demasculating that. Yes. Okay. I will say it has been bitterly cold these last few Bitter, weeks. isn't it? Bitterly cold. Yeah. I'm the one that's out walking the dog. I took him out yesterday morning. We met about 15 meters out of the house and he turned around and went back home. <laughs> Said no and more. He, and this guy loves his walks. But he wouldn't do it. I think that it's. I think May was such a cold end of autumn mm-hmm. that it almost it rained on winter's parade. <laughs> so June one came mm-hmm. and everyone said, "Oh, hey guys, winter's here." And everyone's like, "Yeah, so what? Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, whatever." Not impressed, winter. Yep, we've it's already. Like a, it's like an opening comedian for a star comedian who starts like riffing on the star comedian's jokes before it even comes. Before it actually swaps in, it's like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Yep. You're supposed to be warming up for me. Yep. <laughs> what is this? Or cooling down for me. I don't know. Poor I wouldn't June call one. it bitterly cold. I, I would call it refreshingly cold, but that's my viewpoint on winter. How's your... I fucking love it. How's your swimming in the ocean going? That was a good time. Yeah. Monday... Wait. Well, Monday, you've done it again. Monday morning. Good God. What are you talking about on the yep. reg now? Central right. Coast. Oh, it's warmer up there? It's closer to nope. Queensland. Colder. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it's just colder because winter is coming. You know, there's a but podcast in it was that. A good time. Like Phil, Phil does winter ocean swims. Yeah, okay. Just goes treks around the coastline. I tell you goes what. and checks out the best winter dives. That's a great idea. Yeah, we should launch some kind of crypto coin related <laughs> to that, so I can fund my ice diving. Phil coins. Phil coin. Phil coin. So happy, uh, happy June one, everyone. This yeah. is our winter is coming episode. Um, we're gonna let's let's go straight into our manly feed of the week. Um, we will be counting down our. What, our, our favourite things about winter? Is that what we're doing? Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm doing my top five favourite winter movies. Perfect. So I always go down the movies path. So basically, each one of us is vaguely relating something to winter in a countdown later time. Yeah, what's your winter? What, what Very did, good. What did you go down? Uh, just things I like about winter. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Alright, so I'm going to start off with our manly feed of the week. Sure. Because I'm giving it to us all collectively. The oh, three wow. of us, the fat okay. team. Uh, for appearing on another podcast. I know that I was on the podcast, but you know I was representing all three of us. You did say ads once or twice. I got put, <laughs> remember to you put actually, you, in there. you actually really dropped the pod a number of times in some other dude's pod. Had to. He told I, me I, to. I walked out of that. I couldn't remember the name <laughs> of his podcast. But all I keep hearing about is Friedman podcast. <laughs> so shout out to Maxie Higgins, the man, as... <laughs> As Adam said, why don't we have a guy like Max on our pod? Because his voice is... It's just beautiful. It's a beautiful voice. <laughs> built for radio, built for potting. Mate, if you're listening... So get I on... felt it move just because I, was... <laughs> <laughs> I was walking around. I had the earphones in and I felt this little toggle in my sweatpants. I'm like, uh-oh. In, and in... just in case you're wondering, listeners, whether he's being real about that, I saw the look on his face. He's being very real about that. <laughs> just a gorgeous <laughs> honey dripping the, off a crumpet. Watching the way he moved almost made me move. <laughs> It was it was a fun time. No, so shout out to Max, uh, seventy eight amp. I was on their spin off hot singles in your local area. We yeah. talked about some killer tracks. Um, he's got a sweet setup. I did have a um, suspicious thought in the shower this morning that he just had me on to put our podcast down because my sound quality was so much worse than his sound Yours quality. Is awful. <laughs> 
So I had new earbuds. I thought they were going to be really good. Really bad. So maybe this was actually Max's way of putting us out of the picture. Um, oh, yeah. We're that much of a threat to him, are we? <laughs> <laughs> he has friends of Rom on his podcast, man. Yeah, we could get that. It's not hard. Would be cool, though. That would That's be so cool. I'm yeah. pretty sure the Rom's just podcast whores. They just go from podcast to podcast. <laughs> uh, no, but it was... Strap in. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> So we're going to we, we, we're gonna have Max on. You'll be happy to know we're going to have Max on in oh, a couple good. of weeks to talk to music. Oh, right. um, but he, um, yeah. but if you are listening, guys, uh, have have a listen to his Seven Eight Amps. All about music. He, uh, they know that he know he knows his stuff. He has a co-host Sam who wasn't on. They're in Brizzy. Could be Sam Carroll. I don't know. Could wow, be. probably is. Maybe it is. Yep. You know. Yep. Um, so so give as it a listen. As far as I'm concerned, there's only one Sam in Brisbane. Yep, and and Max is is trying to and the rest argue of them can with fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to Sam, co-host of Seven Eight Amped. Uh, no, but it was great. So that's our that's our collective manly fit of the week. Cross marketing hashtag collab. Okay, uh, we did it, boys. We wow. did it. We, and we were it. talking about collabs last week with the pickle Rick Max. Exactly. So you know, full circle again. Full circle. God, we're Love good. It. We're good. So um, my manly fit. Look, I do my best at home. I'll say, you know, you I do. cook, I clean. We uh, this weekend just passed. We hired a steam cleaner from Bunnings. We did every rug. We did every couch, every mattress. So this week, my manly feat is the fact that, you know what? Sometimes it's just never enough, is it? Nope. And I'll let me elaborate. I got a call from my parents on Friday. Mm-hmm. Now, I bugged out of work on the dot of 5 p.m. to grab my daughter from daycare so my wife could have a few social ones with her workmates after a big week. So I'm there... Classic, perfect dad, playing on the floor with my daughter when the phone rings, and it's my dad. And my mum has been over this week and has reported back to my father that my lawns have not been mowed. <laughs> and that was the feedback I got from my family. Not, not that I've taught my daughter how to ride a scooter. Not that I've taught her how to roar when I ask her what sound a lion makes. No, no. The lawns are looking shabby and need fixing. <laughs> You guys ever have one of those? Yes. You know, you're a new dad. Everything is a juggle of priorities. Things get shuffled up and down. One long nap on a Saturday can ruin your entire weekend's plans, as you found out on the weekend for me. Uh, and then suddenly, someone will let you know they reckon you could be doing a little better, trying a little harder, and it absolutely kills you. So that was my manly feat of the week, was the 120 decibel fuck-off sound I made the moment I'd hung up my phone. Absolutely breathtaking, that rant. And I've just got that picture of, you know, when uh, Homer gets up on the couch and he's like, sends the kids out of the room and just goes, fuck. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm but... just picturing that mm-hmm. after that. And it's just like, oh my God. Yeah. I sometimes, That's brutal. That's I, absolutely brutal. I sometimes see, I, and I had my vision of it too, I see someone's day, not necessarily, because this happens to anyone, you, sometimes your life is an iceberg. So yep, your yep. family and your friends have only seen the it's tip, the, the top fifth or yep. so, yeah. And they have not seen what's happened underneath. I've had it before, and I've probably done that to someone before. Yeah. To my wife, you know, comes home disappointed that you maybe didn't set up dinner or the kids aren't in bed yet. Like you have no idea <laughs> what I just did over the last twenty four hours. And the whole reason that you've found yourself in a situation where your 24 hours are so busy and filled with kids and stuff was the statement just the tip so it's interesting <laughs> <laughs> exactly well said <laughs> well said well said Phil so and uh, I, is it, it's clear to me now Adzo your dad doesn't listen to the pod no no not, none of them because, do because if he did he would know that you keep that house like nothing else <laughs> Because every week it's another badass thing he's doing with the well, house. He disagreed, so, and also he, he would say disagree. he would say, "Oh well, go easy on uh, on poor Adam. He's probably prepping for the pod." 
Yeah. You know? Oh, so, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's another true. reason for not doing your... Doing Time for some line. empathy, people. But he's right. Time he for some empathy. probably should make the line. It's getting ridiculous, yeah. but anyway. Um, I myself this week uh, honoured honored the time-honoured tradition, masculine tradition in particular, of putting my fucking back out. Oh, you did it? Yeah. Put oh, it, it out. It was your put, turn. Put my back out. It was my turn. Isn't oh, this well the second time you've done this? Uh, probably. I think you've already made this your... Yeah, the first time he was trying to suck his own dick, though. <laughs> this, is, this is different. This time I was just getting up <laughs> off the couch. But basically, it's a nice continuation of my hustle, hustle, hustle. Uh, and I haven't had time for my own dick sucking. And, uh, <laughs> it's your winter solstice. solstice. <laughs> Salute to the winter time. <laughs> But um, every turn of the season, Phil tries to perform <laughs> self fellatio. <laughs> every season, he's put his back out. Every this season, time. he has failed. Oh, you see Phil on the thirty first of May down at Woolies buying physio cream, just yeah. prepping for it. Yeah, those cold packs. And I'm, ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm oh, ready. Little net brace. How Strap did you do in. it, Phil? Strap in. Oh, it just. Three, two, three weeks of pure tension. You know the hustling I've been doing. I know you've been hustling. And then I relaxed my back for 24 hours and it just went, nah, and out again. But straight into the chiropractor. It's usually you move in a mattress. That's usually how go, it happens. Go down to yeah, the well of a mattress, boy. I didn't do that. Propping it against the wall for the best angle. <laughs> I'm like, how is this leading back to that <laughs> statement? You filthy animals. Anyway, <laughs> moving right along into the next segment, boys. Oh, my God. All right, we'll start the show off, Phil. Right? From the fat team to you, this, this is the Three Man, Man Podcast. Podcast. Suck it. <laughs> Suck it, gentlemen. <laughs> Pickle beer. Here's your pickle beer, Braj. Oh, yeah. Here's your pickle beer. Uh, all right, hero of the week, dad joke of the week. Um, let's flip it because I just want to. Let's let's flip it. Let's do dad joke of the week this time. Okay. I don't. Know, I just thought. It's yeah. Winter. Why not, man? Yeah. It's our podcast. Um, it's our podcast, what bro. Day? So I'll start. Um, I don't really have a dad joke. Oh. I because I want to give a shout out to my work colleague Dave. <laughs> so my current office setup is myself, Dave, and Dave's wife. Nikki, who works in the business as well as their own business, you're not enjoying that cucumber. Oh my god, it's cucumber beer that I I bought. It, I bought as a goof. I, I bought for us to all, you yeah. know, hang shit on. Yeah. Oh my god. By the way, this is a this is a little bonus. Hold my beer section. I mean, yeah, yeah a little bit. It smells like you know when you um you don't clear out your crisper for four or five weeks because <laughs> yeah. uh, you're busy mowing the lawn. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah one of those cucumbers goes slimy. <laughs> This is the situation with yeah, that. Yeah, that doesn't smell fantastic. Yeah. It's not, not as awful, but maybe oh. if you pour it, it's worse. Oh. No, yeah. t- have, have a sip. I will, I will. You owe it to yourself to experience this. I currently got a scapegoat, lower sugar, it, apple cider, it, and a coffee yeah, porter in my hand. Go for it. This is from the Grifter, so it's got to be, you know, We don't have COVID in New South reasonable. Wales, bro, just Victoria. That's well, cucumbery. It's okay. It's cucumbery. <laughs> yeah. All right, it's so not back, what you expect from a beer. I don't love it. Back to my dad, dad joke, joke of the week. week. So, uh, office set up, Dave... His wife, Nikki, myself, the three of us. Dave's on a call. Dave's on a call with a client. So he's got his headphones on. So we yeah. can't hear the call. He's obviously having a conversation about how, you know, doing the, the nice banter at the beginning. Mm. Oh, what's that? <laughs> yeah, no, no. I did. I, I, had a, I had the flu last week. I'm good now. You know, it's just cold. Yeah. Yeah. My, my nose is still running. I'll keep chasing him. And it dawned on Nikki and I that mm. he had just delivered a terrible dad joke yep. to his clients. Yep. And there really was that, casually, too. <laughs> really casually. And, <laughs> yep. I, and Nikki looked at me and said, 
he didn't just say that, did he? I'm like, <laughs> I think he did. This is our new clients, our biggest clients as yeah, well. Wow. I said, I think he just said, my nose is still running. I'll keep chasing you. Oh my God. And I just said, you know what? I don't even need to look up dad joke of the week because I just got to throw that into that section. Wow. So that's my nomination. No, I know it's not going to win it, but I thought, shout out to my colleague, Tay. doesn't need to win it. I like that you're outsourcing your dad jokes. <laughs> and that could be your manly feat of the week. <laughs> Uh, all right, before your story, Phil, give us your <laughs> oh, shortened version. Uh, always the short one. So, uh, poop jokes aren't my favourite kind of joke, but they are a solid number two. Oh, <laughs> that's actually pretty good. <laughs> Very good. Right. I like it. All right, so I actually uh, tried to stick with the winter theme, uh, which is good because mine actually isn't so much of a joke as it is a true story. Notes at the moment. I don't know what's going on. He's not on. even looking at his notes. He's memorized. Memori- he's memorized your joke. No, no, because that didn't need to memorize his joke. This actually literally happened to me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a couple of winters ago, before I had kids, mm-hmm. uh, when you had a lot of free time and that sort of thing. I was heading down to Rockdale's uh, Nepalese <laughs> district to pick up some momos. I was going to get some momos for lunch. I was walking along the Princess Highway and I see a guy standing on one of the corners. Like, he's got a, one of those buckets. I'm guessing he's like a charity guy or something. But he's dressed head to toe, not as one of those giant koalas you usually see. But he's in this, like, bird costume. He's dressed as a giant crow. Okay. And I go up to him and I go, like, well, what's your story? And he looks at me and he just goes, Kraw! And he shakes his bucket. I'm like... What, is, is, are you collecting for some kind of bird charity? Is, is this what he like, looks at me again? This time he flaps his wings a bit and he goes, Kraw! I'm like, well, well, I got a flyer in the mailbox about, you know, feral cats in the area and how they're killing all the birds. Is it about the feral cats? And he looks at me again and he makes a little pecking gesture and he goes, Kraw! I'm like, well, mate, if you're not going to tell me what this is about, I'm going to go get my lunch. And he looks at me one more time and he's right in the eyes and he goes, Kraw! So I gave him 20 bucks. It was for good cause. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh, that one hits nice and slow. It it hits over time. So, the commitment. Mm. And and listeners, just so you know, he wasn't just making the coring sound. He was even flapping his wings. I was there in the Nepalese district of Rockdale. Absolutely. I'm I'm hungry for momos right now. Yeah, yeah. It is actually very popular. Like, Rockdale has the... I think the second highest proportion of Nepalese people in uh, in Sydney. Does it? And amazing momos on mm. Princess Highway. What's a momo? So little uh, Nepalese dumplings. And they oh. have them with this little gravy. It's I, I hear it also has the highest proportion of people dressed as people crows. People dressed as crows. On the yeah. Just lining yeah. the Princess Highway, really. Just for a good cause. I know. For a good, <laughs> good cause. Solid effort, both of you. Just... Both the long and the short. I, I'm not awarding it. I... Mutual winners. Right. Mutual winners. Um, Congratulations. I... Easy one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Did the Nepalese thing have anything to do with it, or like the? No, the I just like to bring up yeah. the Rockdale thing. I also and... mentioned the fact that it was in winter because I brought that yeah, back yeah, to yeah. thing. No, it's and memorize purely, it too. Purely for color. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, what do we do? Hero of the week. <laughs> Hero of the week. Uh, well, I have a, I have an actual hero of the week. So, yeah, you do. Um, should we go? Do you have, who has a like a, a got, serious one and who has a joke one? No, I got a, I got a pretty much a gag one. Okay, I've got a real one. All right, so I'll go real gag. Uh, actually, and actually, no, real, to... real gag. I think. Yeah, right. and, and you always gag at the end, mate. <laughs> oh God, we are right in the gutter tonight. Well, you are anyway. He's <laughs> just straight into it. Um, uh, yeah, mine's about halfway between. Okay, uh, alright, well I'll start with the real um, Shout out to um, 
the Sydney Morning Herald uh, firewall paywall. Yeah, shout out to shout out to Tristan for quickly looking it up on Sydney Morning Herald. No, and getting I'm locked out. Realizing you'd already read five articles this month. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I'll pay over my He's trying to clear his cookies right now So he can access another one He's he's gone incognito (laughs) listeners It's coming There it is Alright so A West Australian dad Glenn Anderson Yeah um, Was uh, Wait is that the suburb in Western Australia Or is that the name of the dad (laughs) That's the name of the dad (laughs) Sounds like it could be a Western Australian Uh, He was sailing with his family I think some friends But this dude Dead set uh, I'm not going to go into full detail of it But he uh, the the yacht got into some horrendous weather and it basically it, it crashed or it capsized or whatnot. Yeah. And um, all, he held on to his eleven year old um, daughter Ruby for four and a half hours in you no know, tumultuous, horrible storms and and rain and 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 um, surf. And it was eventually rescued by you know the 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 I don't a helicopter know, I suppose a helicopter yeah. who rescues we don't have, we have a coast guard yeah something like that something no, like that a Westpac rescue chopper and so it's not it's not too much, so much going to the detail of it but it's it, he you know he was saying all he could think of was you know that he had to be the, like he was his father his daughter even though he was going through pain and he wanted to just sort of give up and you know he couldn't because he's holding on to his yeah. child and uh, I just liked it because as the, for the Freedman podcast we talk about you know. What it is to be a man, and, and what it is to be a father, or what it is not to be not be a father, be but be a, a hero in today's society. And this is like old school classic. Like I just held on for my daughter. I knew that I had no choice but to to hold on, or it could all just it all could just fall apart. And 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 you could see he's you know you can see here he really got a couple of of, of bruises to the head. Hits. He's taken yeah, a few yeah, hits, yeah. and um and I think the rescuer said it was actually an absolute miracle that he was able to. Uh, to sort of stay in the water and keep both of them alive, and it just makes you realise that yeah, sometimes dad strength comes through, yeah. you know, and 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 if you you sometimes think about what you'd do if you were in that situation where you had to fight for your your child's life, and I think you do, you have this reserve bit of energy yes. that uh, that 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 kicks in, except for when your children are shouting at you from their own <laughs> bedroom when they should be asleep. Yeah. Sometimes you want to strangle them. Don't make me take you out on a yacht, children. <laughs> so, uh, so it's a serious one to Glenn Anderson because he just he did the dead set hero move. Uh, well, it's, that's amazing, and I'd like to think you know it should the time ever come that I'm in a situation where my strength alone will keep my my daughter alive. I would find that within myself. However, after 15 minutes on the swings. I'm just not pushing anymore. Exactly. Oh, it's not I'm a life done. or death situation. <laughs> yeah. you, you, start, you start telling your daughter the swings out of batteries, darling. But gun to your head, swing that swing, yeah, that swing for four hours. I'd keep swinging. You'll be front page SMH. Man <laughs> keeps swinging daughter for four straight hours. I was about to say, and he'll go for a whole extra minute probably. <laughs> taking, it out to, taking it out to 16 minutes. But yeah, I think that's a, that's an incredible feat and clearly going to be the hero for all of that. Yep. The interesting Wait thing till about you hear that, mine. Oh, here we go. Um, the interesting thing about that too is, in a way, his daughter probably kept him alive because if you're out there on your own, yeah, that's true. Well, for that many hours, you're just like, man, I'm just going to tap out. But when you've got your kid involved, so feel bet. Game on. Feel bet. You always bring it to that extra level, don't you? Doesn't he? I, yeah. I, I yeah. love the. I love getting meta. Uh, my hero of the week uh, was Kai Havertz, the uh, winning goal scorer in the Champions League final for Chelsea. Ah, who, yes. Yeah. Who absolutely said what we were all thinking when interviewed afterwards. So it's the Champions League. Mm. It's the most important club trophy. It's the biggest prize in European football. Uh, they won 1-0. It's 
a huge deal. It's an epic crowning moment of the career. And the first thing they do is stick a microphone in his face <laughs> and go, oh, it's really great that you've started repaying that, that price tag of that massive amount that they paid for you. Oh, Isn't seriously? that great? Maybe you've paid that back tonight. And he just went, who gives a fuck about that? I just won the fucking Champions Did League. He? <laughs> Did he? He said what we were all thinking. It's so good. It's no, just a great. pure... Because they're all so media trained yeah, now. Yeah, of course they to are. To just get a pure, unadulterated moment of just like... Fuck off! We yeah. just won the Champions League. Get in. So, what country is he from? What, that. What? He's German. He's German. Okay. Yeah, that's don't don't. No, don't no, no. no. I was just trying to imagine corner. if it was like in a like if it was a translation or whether he did it. Did he, so he did it in a accented English. Accented just English. Said, Fuck off! Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing. That's awesome. And, and it's true. I have noticed in sport, particularly yes. in Europe and in America, yes. a lot more powers coming to the individual sportsmen. Yes. They're knowing how to play the media. Yes. They're using it to their advantage. Yeah, They're basically yeah, yeah. starting to tell the media. Stop spinning your own stories. Um, oh, see, that's interesting. I thought you were going to say, like, because the thing that really irritates me is that it's all about the price tag on them now. Sure. I, I don't care. Yeah. I just don't care. Yeah. You know, $100 million for a player, pay a million for a player. Who cares? It, it is about the price tag, yeah. but especially in America, what we're seeing is yeah. um, it's usually more of the top players, but yeah. they're, they're starting to be able to dictate their own uh, yeah, agenda. Yeah, yeah. They can push you know? back against They that. can push back. Yeah, they can start yeah, yeah. going, well, you know, just start... Throwing, they're starting to work out how to use the media, throwing in little bits of, you know, one liner here or one liner there that they're a bit disgruntled or that they're not happy or mm-hmm, so on, mm-hmm. and they know how to play it to their advantage. Mm-hmm. So, and the, and the associations are, are getting probably a little bit more scared and wary about how to do it, and yeah. it's working because we're seeing these multi, in some case, almost, you know, what half a billion dollars think, yeah. for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He never played. You know, I don't think he did that too much. He's just the best player there is, but. Others can't. So but it's amazing. And, and new generation players, you've got people like Erling Haaland, who basically had the most dull questions asked him in sequence post-game, and he was just like, mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm, no. Because <laughs> well, he's that... just like, if you're going to ask me stupid questions, mm-hmm. I'm not really going to respond mm-hmm. to it. And so he's got, he's got a real, he's got that attitude that you're yep. describing. So it might be the new generation of players coming through too. Well, this Who is very timely to the new media. It's a very timely situation you brought up because I think Naomi Osaka is just today mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pulled out of the French Open after being threatened with dismissal if she kept skipping press conferences. Yeah, and she's just like, that, "I don't want to do them anymore." Mm. And they're like, "Well, you have to do them, or we're gonna, you know, we're gonna kick you out." She's like, "Well, pulling out of the French Open now." Is that what it's about? I have yeah. not clicked on. I went past my five articles to click on. So I don't know what that argument's about. That's amazing. I'd heard that it was looking like she might do that, but she's actually pulled out. Yeah, yeah. What a boss. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best in the world. It's like, I'm done with this. But not quite the best of the world, because that goes to my Hero of the Week this week. Now, I tried this on last year as Hero of the Week when the people of Minnesota nominated their new snowmobile names. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. When uh, Plowy McPlowface... Truck formerly known as Plough and Snowby One Kenobi were all on the, on I the love ballot Snowby sheet. One and I also very much remember there not being a single Plough King. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No Mr. Plough. No Mr. Plough. No, I know. You all told me there was nothing heroic about that. But this week, I'm offering up 11 year old Pascal from Seattle, who was nominated to name the Emerald City's new street sweeper truck, OK Broomer. Now, <laughs> OK Broomer. <laughs> Was put on the nominated sheet and went on to be declared the winner of the contest, hedging out Brush Hour, Sweeping Beauty, and Sweepless in Seattle for the top spot. So here's to you, Pascal, my hero of the week that, with OK Broomer. That, that is a very clever 11-year-old. So great, isn't That's it? That's so good. Done. That's so good. Yeah. Yep. 
Nothing more needs to be said. Nothing yeah. more needs Hero to be said. Hero of the week. <laughs> Easy one. So we, we, needed a, we needed a good one after that. What was last? What was Phil Mickelson. Yeah. yeah. A bit serious. Yeah. Not this guy. The, the, the China Rover the robot. China Rover. Nah. Pascal. Um, we don't even know his last yeah. name. So the guy, is it going to be the guy or the name? I, I think the sweeper the... itself. Oh, we get <laughs> okay, like, in Adam's Hero tradition of, the of awarding it to that. Is to goes to OK Bruma, <laughs> the street sweeper himself. <laughs> Fantastic! All right, coming on next, the uh... TBA wrap. Yeah, right? TBA. We're, We're back, back to TBA. We are. Yeah, we'll do. A, I think we got a Mike live in next week. Although I don't know, you're drinking a cider right now. Yeah, yeah but I brought that. And yeah. I brought it as a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, TBA. Go for it, Phil. Oh, I'm going first. Yeah, why not? All right. Well, uh, my favourite piece of news this week uh, all relates to Harvey Norman. Mm. That has gone right off the rails. Has he gone um, bananas? And has gone absolutely bananas on Twitter. I haven't seen anything. What's Harvey happened? Norman deletes Twitter account amid outrage over JobKeeper. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, Harvey Norman posted record profits of almost, I think it was 116% up while at the same time banking millions of dollars in JobKeeper payments mm-hmm. and then refusing to pay them back. So they're making they're making Nick Scarly look bloody fantastic. Yeah, you know? and we've Scully's gone to town with Scarly before. He's a saint. Yeah. Like pro Nick Scarly. If you can buy from Scarly furniture, <laughs> still don't. It's very expensive. But think about it. Um, they don't sell and, uh, there, so, unfortunately. So Harvey Norman's just like, no, nah, fuck yeah, we're keeping the money. Yeah. And so even their staff are protesting now. Really? Because they're like, the fuck is this yeah. Like, yeah you know so they've gotten out and they've started doing it and then they started building up protest on twitter and so the harvey norman twitter account started blocking anybody who was protesting them uh-huh. and then started putting sarcastic emojis in response <laughs> to things that people were saying yeah. including uh one staff member who said working for harvey norman for six months, um, up until six months ago, nearly drove me to suicide, mm. and they sent a slapping face uh, emoji yeah. in response to yeah, that. I saw that one. Uh, yeah, Ooh, and then it's a dangerous de- game. And, and then mm. promptly deleted their Twitter account, so they're in hiding right now. <laughs> and my personal favorite thing I've seen so far was the meme of Homer backing into the hedge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of uh, Harvey Norman's yeah. Twitter being out there, and then just slowly receding <laughs> in because they're just like, we're out. And we're in trouble. So uh, I'm enjoying watching the press fury go on around this. But what's interesting is all of the press fury appears to be on social media. I haven't seen much on the mainstream news sites. And I wonder if that's because Harvey Norman spends so much advertising Absolutely on those platforms. Yeah. And so they're not really elevating it. Yeah. But the fact that the noise has got them to the point that they're shutting down their Twitter account is uh, enjoyable. Yeah. Just pay the fucking money back. Yeah. It's only like twenty-two profits. million dollars or something. Yeah. It's not going to break the bank after that kind of year that they've had. Hundred percent, and it's the right thing to do. That money is there to keep you know struggling businesses afloat. There was a criteria. Exactly, they've blown their previous year out of the water. 100%. They shouldn't be keeping that money. Hundred percent. What the person who said working for Harvey Norman drove her to suicide? Yes, or didn't quite. Well, almost drove her almost. to suicide. Very hard to type. What? Because it was so busy, because it was so why? Yeah, there was, was no, it just working Harvey there sucks. Was, yeah, that, that's basically it's a toxic environment. It's such a toxic environment yeah. is what was implied. Um, but it's one of those things. I mean, it's Twitter. There's mm. no nuance in there. It's a comment, and whether like it's just the response yeah. is no, so just, I, somebody's I somebody's flagging no, a serious mental health issue, yeah. and it's like, oh, let's just do a slapping face emoji in response to that. It's like it's just 
it's exactly what you would expect from the kind of company that has not yet paid back the JobKeeper. <laughs> I don't know and, much about Harvey Norman, but I do know, and I've never worked there, but I'm almost certain that their training module includes uh, how to try to upsell the added insurance anytime always. you buy a product from Harvey Norman. Yeah. Hello, yes. I'd like to buy this product, please. Yes. yes. And would you like the three-year insurance that yeah, means the it won't break? extended warranty, yeah. How long is this thing supposed to last for? Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, it could break tomorrow, I suppose. You're like, yeah. um... Also, would you, would you like to purchase the three-year insurance from us that is already covered under the consumer guarantee? Yeah. Yeah. Would you like to pay that extra money? I'm pretty sure the whole company is propped up on that fucking insurance scam. Yeah. So, we hate, so we're so we an anti-Harvey Norman. Are we jumping on this? Are Anti-Harvey uh, Norman podcast, yeah. pro-Nick Scarly podcast. That's where we're at. So we're, okay, that's I'm, I'm happy to take that I can't call. afford um, Scarly, but you know. You sure, can. Right. I've got a sale coming up. And, <laughs> and much like Tristan and his NRL picks, yep. you know, we just blow with the wind. Yeah, exactly. So yep. right now we're anti-Harvey. Anti Harvey. He gives it back next week. We're well, pro- still we're probably anti Harvey. Yeah, anti Harvey, pro Panthers, that's all you need to know. I would actually like <laughs> to see a DNA test done of, of Jerry Harvey and the guy from Duck Dynasty and just see if there's any crossover there. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because I think there might be. <laughs> and I'll just leave that at that. Uh, good call. Yeah. So I got a, I got an interesting. I found this quite funny, actually. This was out of the BBC. I was reading it. And uh, a drug dealer was using what he believed to be an encrypted platform. Uh, known as EncroChat. Now, he found himself in serious trouble uh, just very recently when he was using the message board, which is usually used for the sale and buying of of really hard narcotics. I'm talking heroin, cocaine, ketamine, ecstasy, the lot. Just the good stuff. So while he was there, you know, plying his trade, selling his gear, he also made a trip out to a deli, came back and wanted to show off the fancy new block of Stilton he'd bought for himself. So he took a photo of the cheese, which he did by holding the cheese up to his camera and taking a photo, and then posted it up on the board. It's like, buy some Coke, buy some smack, hey, check out my great cheese I'm having right now. The thing was, it was a high enough res photo that the police that had already infiltrated the chat and were watching this happen, but it's all happening anonymously, were able to trace his fingerprints in the photo because you could see the tips of his fingers as he held the block of cheese to the camera, Work out who he was from those fingerprints, and he's been done. Got thirteen years. He's locked up this very day. Whoa! Yes. Amazing. Whoa! Amazing. Where I mean, was that? Sorry, he's in the UK. Whoa! I, I I feel like this guy's a good competitor for that guy that was doing the Italian cooking classes on YouTube yeah. and got done in the <laughs> mafia. So. so it's like just just let's be clear. If you're in the crim game, don't. Don't try to add a personal touch. Don't no. show your cheese. <laughs> it's not that exciting. Well, it was a very good looking Stilton. Did look but, Yeah, they showed the picture on the website. <laughs> yeah, Carl Stewart, uh, his name was. And um, yeah, I guess uh, yeah, don't show your cheese on the MDMA forums. No one wants and to And li- when we say that, we literally are talking about cheese. Yes. Yeah. I mean, do not show your cheese. It's not a <laughs> yeah. euphemism for anything else. No. Oh. He, was, he would be better off cho- showing his cheese, that's inverted yeah. commas cheese, than I don't his know actual what that cheese. cheese is, though. Sometimes well, they I mean, call it the we, cheese. We've what? all seen the original <laughs> Wallace and Gromit. We know they were calling the cheeses, they were actually drugs, surely. I mean, <laughs> they were pretty obsessed about the cheese. More obsessed Wallace than was one, one of the greatest be. drug. Absolutely, the drug baron. Going to the going to the moon to get all that sweet sweet cheddar. That's scary as fuck, man. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Well, I mean, it's interesting in one sense because you know the fact that they can do that. Like they've 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 gotten into this. They've yeah. packed their way into this encrypted chat. They're watching all these transactions take place, and they're just waiting, waiting for the right block of cheese to come along. They would get someone to hold it up to the camera, and uh, and that's when they pinged him. Well, you know, we uh, this and was it a video or a stilted? No, photo? it was. A, it was a, 
I'm not even shut up. Boom! And that's why Phil is our hero. You know, part of this pod, our uh, our story arc, you know, has been about Skynet. It has been. Skynet. There's another version of Skynet. Strikes again. Yeah, strikes again. Speaking of Skynet, nice segue to my news. Anything I can do. Um, I mean, he he made his own segue, but go on. (laughs) (laughs) That was on the internet? Yeah. So that's kind of like Skynet. (laughs) And speaking of Skynet. Speaking of things that relate to society and computers. Okay. Okay. No, uh, I don't have... Mine isn't so much news as it is a true story. But it is. It's actually true. So I, I wanted to bring things back to, you know, back to basics a little bit. Back to reality. Back to reality. There goes gravity. Oh, there goes gravity. You're um, on one musical theme podcast, mate. And you reckon you can bring that shit in here? No. So, um, I was... I've been... Because, maybe because of the podcast and just a few things, I've been a bit more active on Facebook recently okay. than I had been in the past. Mm. You know, I, I've obviously been, you know, posting, doing a few things for work on there as yes. well. Yeah. Um, and I just thought, you know, I hadn't really used Facebook for a couple of years properly. Yep. I thought, you know what? Facebook, by the way, this is turning into a Tristan rant, but I would have thought Facebook would have just calmed down a little bit. Right. Yet. I mean, I'm getting fed with those stupid... People are still doing those listicles. Yep. Like they came... Uh, n- yep. Name a city that yep. doesn't have the letter A in it. Yep. I bet you can't. And yeah. all these friends of mine just going... Huh, 50,000 people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're going to have a lucky yep. year this year? If your name is in this list, do. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, 99% of Harvard graduates can't do this simple quiz. And it's like, oh, I can. They're still doing it. Two years on. The yep. Facebook hasn't moved. Yeah. No, it's actually gotten worse. There's more of it. In fact, that's it's all horrible. it is. Yep. It's just yep. all of that. Because what they've got now, it's not just your friends doing it, but the thing that they've injected is like every four posts is like a suggested post that is always trash content of that nature. Yep. So it's even more of a dumpster than it used to be. And yeah. also, everyone but the dumb fucks that reply to that kind of thing have left Facebook years ago already. So all you've yeah. got left are the people that are just fueling that that dumpster fire that is social media. Yeah. I thought it, I couldn't get any worse for the for the stuff that I've seen. I told you know I've seen I shared said with yes. you guys people yes. posting, you know, posts that I haven't actually been fact checked. You know, yeah, I'm sure not. the message is good, but actually the facts of what you're presenting is is incorrect. Yes. I thought well, can't get much worse than that. That thing from three years ago where they said, hey, we've worked out the trick that Facebook uses algorithms just to show you 25 friends. Make sure you copy and paste this and oh, send it. Yeah. Uh-huh. People, are, I know, uh-huh. who I somewhat respect are still posting that yeah. and uh, doing people, it. People that you used to respect, Tristan. Used to respect. <laughs> that being said, I did last late last night, I felt the inkling to post. I just had this rush to post these awesome pics from the time I was in California at the Oakland Raiders football game to the Oakland Raiders fan group, which has 40,000 yep. followers. It got, you know, administer, uh, administrator approved. Okay. Yep. And I'm now trending. I've, I've clocked over 250 likes overnight. Wow. Uh, but that's that's because it's a community of people who love the Oakland Raiders. So it's actually a genuine thing. So it's a lot of fun. This kind I want to talk to you guys about Facebook, actually. Oh it's a great platform you can get- to expand your audience and reach. You can be part of a community. You can get 250 likes on your own shit, but you can't get shit for the podcast. <laughs> hey. Focus up, Freeman. Hey, I was, thinking, up, I was thinking I should put a little plug in there. Freeman podcast. Hey. That's right. You really should. We support the Raiders. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's my... Uh, it's not news. Well, you're Nick Scarly Raiders. No, I just want to say that I'm disappointed in, I don't know, yes. society, I suppose. Yes. You know, 
I can't believe that shit's still happening to the level at which it does. And one of the things that you just... Every now and again, you just... It's like there needs to be a manual unpick on certain things. So I've I've experienced now... My news wall has been ruined even further from what it was by like one person who's a friend of a friend, so I don't really want to delete them because they're enough in the circle okay, that it yep, would be yep, noticeable. Yep, yep. But they're one of those people who comments on it every single article of everything with angry rants. Oh, uh, yep. yeah. And so yep. that then migrates it into my feed. And I can't... Every time I go to snooze him, mm. it, it only lets me snooze the individual thing he's commenting on. Oh, really? So I can't... Well, for whatever reason, Facebook's like, I think you'd like to see that everything that this person comments on. And I'm like, I would like the opposite of that, <laughs> Facebook. And so I'm going to close the fucking app. Yep. Yeah, but just and then you open it up again. It is a flaming <laughs> pile of dog turd. Yeah, you slam your laptop close and you pull your phone out. Ooh, Facebook. Ooh, Facebook. Exactly. <laughs> it is a flaming pile of dog turd that you stomp upon and then track through your house and then go back outside and open the bag. <laughs> All right, thanks, boys. Good wrap. Um, uh, in other news, um, tornado in Chile. People <laughs> killed. Uh, actually, no. Shout out to her. I don't think we have any Victorian listeners, but. Well, they're in lockdown again. Looks like it's oh. going to be extended. So if we do have any Victorian listeners... Yeah, if you're in lockdown, need to kill an extra hour and a half every week, uh, tune in. Well, and, and all this time I was wondering if COVID and I had anything in common. Apparently, a love of Melbourne. Yeah, that's why. true. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's as good as um, your COVID carrier joke last week. COVID Challenge, carrier. yeah, the Indian wedding. You said, well, they are a carrier. It is a COVID carrier. I remember the oh, wedding in the yeah, air. Oh, yeah, 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 it was very yeah. clever. Yeah. All right, uh, let's, uh, let's, well, we already are drinking, but let's drink officially. Oh, good. Yeah. Hold my beer. All right, back to basics. We, uh, we haven't felt we've had a really good HMB session in a long time. No. It's nice to be back. Yeah, it's been a lot of cider. Yeah. And then nothing wrong with cider. Well, there's something wrong with a couple of the ciders we had. <laughs> but in general, nothing wrong with cider. I mean, it was more miss than hit, the cider run. But I actually think it was worth it entirely for that New Zealand apple crumble one. Oh, I know. We oh. started off so strong. Oh, man. Mm. So we're, yeah. we're back with... Uh, we're, we're currently, <laughs> we've, talked, we've done this joke a number of times. But we're currently having appetizer beers to make us more thirsty for yes. the main course. <laughs> yes. So we're currently drinking. This is a... the beer you drink before you drink to make you more thirsty. So what what is, what, is, what is this that we're? Uh... I'm pre-gaming with the, gaming? Uh, the, the. This is from the Marrickville Brewery, the Grifter, and this is the Sea Boogie Cucumber Kolsch, which uh, smells like a cucumber that's gone bad <laughs> in the crisper and tastes like someone's left a pickle in your beer. But you know what? It's not entirely offensive. I am slowly working my way through this can. You were it's... pretty offended when you opened it. It's just smells. Oh, I mean, I love cucumber. I like, you know, writers and I like borscht and I like things with cucumber in it. But this is just... I mean, hey, can, you look at that little pickle on the front. You can't respect that guy. I was going to say, you can't not buy it when you see that little guy. Well, that's what caught my eye. Yeah. I was in, the, I was in the, uh, the BWS attached to the Banksia Hotel today to pick yeah. up some, a new bottle of sake. And I look over in the fridge and there's this cucumber in a hat winking back at me. Sake? Yeah, we are on the sake now. Okay. How much sake are you drinking? Enjoy the occasional bottle of sake. Well, just, just getting into a little bit of rice wine, do you? Yeah. yeah. We heat it up. We've got the sake bottles and everything. Yeah, Put right. in a saucepan of hot water. and Never dish that out for us, have you? No, I, I bet he drinks that your cool drink at home all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you love it. 
Yeah, and they're uh, sake. Fantastic. And Phil, tell us what you're drinking. I just love that this was basically on a scale of one to five beards. This was uh, labelled as not awful. Uh, <laughs> so that's fantastic. And I've got a uh, uh, the White Bay Beer Co. Drip Coffee Porter. Yeah. Delicious. 6.5%. Highly recommend it. We all had a sip. It all had a bit. It's just yeah. a lovely coffee porter. It is nice. It's not as good as the... the pirate uh, Life. Yeah, the Pirate uh, the Life. The Pirate Life was yeah, pretty next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. a coffee beer. But an, a... Pretty tasty, inoffensive um, coffee pot. Oh, I would say it's great. I wouldn't say it's yeah. you know just inoffensive. Yeah. It's, you know, it's tasty. Tasty. Good and stuff. it's also sometimes when you need a coffee hit. Yeah. Way at night. And Tristan, you're drinking the <laughs> scapegoat. scapegoat that I found in my the top of my fridge behind the dog food when you asked me to bring some booze along with me. Lower sugar apple yeah. cider, which is still better than the rose blossom cider oh, that we got from uh, from Mad Max that time. I'm waiting to be, given that that was rated at zero. I'm yeah. waiting for you to finish that before I ask you to check what the expiry date on it is. Because uh, it really has been in there for a while. Possibly since before my child was born. No, I see a 2023 here. Oh, it's fine. So you're good. Okay. It's alcohol, dude. You silly customer. You cannot kill a Twinkie. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but what's our what's our real right. entry? So here? kicking it in, we're going old school, guys. Okay. Remember when we used to go to the Belgian beer cafe and that was the craft brew? Yep. That was what we that's, had. That's all yep. we had. as a specialty. That's yep. all we had. So was that friends uh, on a Saturday night? This yep. last Saturday night, I picked up four pack of the Albos. Oh, yeah, the corner. You love in the corner. So I picked up the elbows, but I also thought I wanted to try something new, and I picked up a. I don't remember the name of the company, but it was a hazy IPA. Of course it was. Yeah. And took these, took the eight beers to dinner. Tristan Friedman. Hayes bro. Hayes bro. And I like to think the way that you just said that you took the eight beers to dinner, like you just went out to dinner for one <laughs> with eight beers sat across the thing. It just makes me think of that um, that episode of Lord help me, that episode of Family Guy where they where it's there and it's like, So Mr. Griffin, in the event of your death you want everything to go to your wife. Yep. And your wife is this piece of pie. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> I, I, you know, so what? you were on a date with eight beers. I was yeah. on a date with eight beers, Good. and um, no, so we were at our friends, and turns out my friend because we it was it was friend, it was parents of of kids from school. Okay, so we don't know them as well. Turns out he's in a bit of a beer club as well. Oh, nice! But instead of drinking all the craft beers from Australia, yep. he likes they drink European beers. Oh. So everyone brings a different beer each week, yep. and yep. they try it. Hold nice. up, just one second. Yeah. So you went out on a night with some of your. Cool no, 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 no. We were, we were invited for dinner. Just for dinner. Yeah. And you took along eight beers. Yes. <laughs> Is that too much? <laughs> a, a little bit? Because, I mean, if these are these are hazies, they're usually around one five, one six standard drinks. I get excited when I'm in bottle stores now. The, the, the pods opened out. It's, surely all of you do. We all look at them. Okay. It's either too much or not enough. Exactly. You know, because like... That's, I was that's, that's not even two six packs. I was looking at I was here at the at the, at the Coogee bottle o and I was looking at I just didn't Either I, way, it's the wrong amount of alcohol to bring <laughs> to a party. So and it was it wasn't even a party, it was just a small barbecue. <laughs> it was just us. It was myself, Lindy, and the couple and the, and the kids were there. Anyway, so we got a chatting and um, he li- he loved the elbow. Yep, uh, we, yeah, uh, we liked the hazy too. Yep. Yep. But then he said, Look, you, we've already tried you, let's let's crack open some because he said Guess what? Mm. I brought some of my own. So he had a fridge full of German beers. Right. So I tried a whole bunch of them. This was definitely my favourite. It was his favourite. This beer is stolen, isn't it? Uh, Shh. Get into (laughs) that. And um, 
And at the end of the night, I realised, yeah, we, to be fair, we probably had another four in the fridge or five leftover of mine because we yes. drunk a lot of his. Okay. And I said, and he said, take your beers. I said, no, no, no. You know, I brought them here. Ca- hmm. My gift to you. Uh-huh. And, and so, let's be clear, Tristan did drink eight beers. <laughs> just not his <laughs> I just said, I, well, we made a deal. Don't open the fridge. Whatever's left in the fridge, you can have if I can have this one. Yes. No, so as we were leaving, he said, listen, all right, well, you take one of mine. Okay. So this was our favourite one. And I thought, you know what? This is perfect for the pod. So I'm going to say oh, that he's a, he's a he's a he's uh, a he's a he's he's contributed this beer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would almost put him up on our uh, hall of records. Yeah, he's a hall of famer, absolutely. Yep. So he's given us the sponsor. I don't know how to pronounce it. it. Give it a go. Oyster farmer. Oyster farmer. Oyster farmer. <laughs> All right, the oyster farmer <laughs> tradition. Priyish Bayrich Dunkel. Oyster farmer. Pre- premium, but okay. Cool, whatever Phil said. Yeah. But uh, remember Belgian Beer Cafe? I'm yeah. having just yes. memories, you know. Um, just just, um, just Bavarian goodness, right? Bavarian. It's guys, Bavarian, right? I remember yeah. like they had the Delirium Tremens there, yes. which was like that's an a 18%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's a Wistafana Dunkel. Strap in. So that's the dark beer, right? Yeah. The Dunkel? Uh, I don't know, dude. Is yeah, it? Just pour that over your laptop, mate. No problem. There you go. Done so it's, it before. Yeah. Well, just take a look at the colour, Tristan. Yes, it's a dark beer. Uh, where are you going, Phil? Get in the cup. Alright. Nice. So I'm pouring Strap the... Uh, I'm pouring... So it's these... I, I've got to say, when he bought, brought out these beers, yeah. it certainly felt... Um, it's a bit of a nostalgic hit to our times in the city, drinking oh, these. Oh, yeah. And um, this one was my favourite. And there's something about drinking a good German, Dutch, Belgian beer. Yep. You just feel like it's made with it's all gross. the purest things in the world. You know that yeah. you know they say like when you have these, you don't get the hangovers like yep. you do other beers because mm. it's not filled with crap. Okay. Is it German purity you know? laws? Yes, the German purity only laws. For, only four ingredients. Yes. Is that and the one of them's efficiency. <laughs> <laughs> so let me just pour yeah, mine out. pretzels. Yeah, so uh, where, could, where, could, where could I buy this well, if I, I wanted to buy it? you can buy these in bottles. Just like Dan Murphy's kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This, the oyster farmer, the oyster, the, the oyster farmer, uh, oyster dunkel. farmer, dunkel. dunkel. Well, let's strap in. All right, let's, let's, let's give it a go. Okay. I like these imagine. mugs too. Yeah. All right, great. let's drink these. See, old school, different. Back to back to basics. Yeah, and it is. It's back to basics. It is it like is. traveling it, back in time. Yeah, to a time when yes. I drank beers like this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> It was exactly. a simpler time. Yeah. It really was a simpler yeah. time. But this is where, and we've t- talked about this at length. That sometimes this is where you want to go. Yeah. You know, you don't want to yeah. have a freaking. What, what, what did you bring that time? Ben and Jerry's uh, nitro, uh, nitro oh. cookies and cream. Cookies and cream. I really do still want to try that. Amazing. No, that's the thing. I think we've gotten as we were as we were discussing. Like we've gotten to a point where you know the craft. And look, this isn't to mock the Australian craft brew scene because it's. It's bloody fantastic. Like yeah. we're having, we've got a lot of fun, and we've still got a long way to go. You like paying eight bucks a beer at the bottle shop? Oh, then strap in. I do I actually don't know how much this costs, but um, but sometimes it's good to to pay respect to where it sort of has begun. Yeah, absolutely. You know, give it back to the give it back to the to the Germans who who developed some some of the purest tasting beers. Yeah, and you can't say this tastes like any of the craft beers no. that we've had. Recently, it's no. it's got a subtlety that modern craft beer lacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. that's a good point. It, it is it is subtle. There is there are flavors there. It's got a profile, but it's way lower key than yeah. that. Slap you in the face yeah. with its dick. You know the kind of shit Tristan was bringing the 
with a custard nonsense and you've already mocked my and cookies and cream nitro right, IPA, I mean, look, which by the way we bought together. So thank yeah, you for slamming and, that and on me. enjoy it together. <laughs> and just so we're clear, I love the nonsense beers, but it is this thing because I'm, I'm sitting here going, does this taste like a regular beer? It's like no, but it's. It's just subtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's got a bit of nuance to it. You're having you're having a sip, and you're like, "This is unique. This is unique. It is unique. It is yum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't have. To. I just think it's a smooth. Yep. You know, taste and brew. Mm. I could I could be down. It in doesn't the... smell amazing. It doesn't I don't think smell it smells amazing. Fine, but it's funny. Maybe you still got some of the um, pickle one in your cup, do you? Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Do have this in a bit? I mean, you don't have this in a nice big stein. You know. Oh yeah. Well, this is the thing about you know eating and drinking. It's all about balance and contrast. And yep. I think one thing oh, a yeah. lot of people make a big mistake they make is having two strong things together on the same on the same yep. plate. Yep. So if you're going to have a big flavorful German pork knuckle, big Kransky, or mm-hmm. a, or you know oyster pot or something like that, or something covered in rich sauces, you don't want to then have it sitting next to you know your chocolate thick shake IPA. Yeah, yeah. you want to have something that's got a much more subtle flavour profile, but it's actually going to really complement <laughs> those big meaty flavours. Speak for yourself. I know. Yeah, so I know. You but disagree. Yeah. We're, we're we're gonna, had we're, that, we've had that chat. Oh, we'll this go with ribs. <laughs> Adam, yeah, Adam and I. Would it there. not? This would go great with ribs. Go great with ribs. Yeah. I can see us like with the menus. Uh, and guys, can I get you drinks with your with your pork knuckles and ribs? Uh, Adam's like, yeah, I'll get a, uh, a oyster farmer. Oyster farmer. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get the uh, the the what was it? Tremens or whatever it was. Delirium Tremens. Delirium Tremens. And Phil would just look up at his thing and say, yeah, I'll get the cookie cream uh, hazy IPA, please. Yeah. And can I get an actual milkshake with that? <laughs> you would do, wouldn't you? And a straw. 100%. 100%. Um, I also love the, I, I mean, I would, you know, I just love the, the dark bottling, yeah. the yeah. sort of that very German labelling. Yeah. And he brought up, we, we went through probably three or four different types of European beers. Um, and they all had a, you know, a distinct flavour, very different from any of the Australian crafts. But um, this one was to me was the just it was the standout, you know. Well, and what I really love about this is it's a serious dad beer. Yeah, it is a dad that, beer, isn't it? In, yeah. in the sense that the even core. the uh, the lager version of this same brand, uh, my dad was getting it for about four years. That he would always have the fridge stocked with the lager version of this because he just loved it. I feel like it's like when you remember, well, not maybe not for you, Adzo, but when we when I started getting into wine, yeah, we uh, like the Gwertz Treminers and all those kind of oh sweet yeah, wines. The, the kid oh, wines, yeah, and then eventually <laughs> yeah, yeah. you just get me a only drink red, yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's like I feel like in maybe in about five ten years time is all we're gonna drink. Well, you know, you, know yes. you, you look at the bottle shape, the bottle color, the labeling, the color of the beer, and the taste itself, and every one of them just speaks no nonsense. Yep. No piss farting around yep. here. Yep. This is just a serious beer. Yep. Doesn't have to be anything too fancy. Nothing Mickey Mouse about this beer. This is German efficiency at its finest. A no-nonsense brew. And you yep. know what I reckon? Yep. For, for a yeah. dad, this is a great brew for about the age bracket of 50 to 60. Thank you. And then from 60 forward, it's all VB. <laughs> it's all VB. It's yeah. all VB. It does. It VB yeah. until he's new. Yep, 100%. Yeah. Yep. Taste right. buds are mostly dying. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's review it then, boys. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, look, I, I'm, I'm giving it a solid four, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I am. Okay. You're loving it. I just think it's a great beer. Right? There's nothing I, I could regularly yeah. drink. This it's it's, uh, it's 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 just it's not too heavy. It's not too light. It's yeah. got a unique flavour. I'll jump okay. in with a three and a half, and mm-hmm. I'll also say I could just drink just this all night. Yeah, with no problem. Yeah. No, I'm finding the sickly. No, yeah. I need yeah. something different. This is a great little subtle, as we've said. Uh, yeah, lovely little beer. Stein by Stein, and yeah. I'm three and a half as well. There it's you beautiful. go. Nothing too fancy about it, but you could just no not. 
No nonsense kind of beer. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And just one last question on the German beers, unrelated to this specific one. Mm-hmm. But I discovered very recently, last time I was up in Brisbane at the, at the Bavarian Beer Cafe, that the, the half beer, half Coke that they do... That who does? At, at all of the Bavarian Beer Cafes, they, they offer half a beer, half, half beer, Coke. half Coke. I've had the half beer, and half lemonade. Yeah. Shandy? Yeah, no, half beer, half Coke. Really? Yeah, okay. it's at all of the Bavarian Beer Cafes. Ah, well. And uh, I ordered one because I'm like, this would be ludicrous. But yeah. also, I needed to drive. So, I yeah. ordered it. It was actually really good. Half oh. beer, half Coke. Yeah, and I didn't think it'd be good. So, you boys haven't had it. Never had no. it. to see if you'd like it. But I'd imagine it's, uh, it's another... It's kind it's of like, like your uh, 0.8 uh, cider. Half beer, half Coke. You're actually getting more sober. Exactly more right. So it's have as many as you can yeah. if you're about to get behind so the wheel of an automobile. Yeah, I had about six steins and then jump behind the wheel. It's fine. Yeah. I have seen someone <laughs> order a uh, a Tui's old shandy. Oh, I've seen those before. Like yeah. a dark beer yep. shandy. And yep. that was surprising. Yep. I've seen those before. Mm. But yeah, not the Coca-Cola one. That's interesting. It was surprisingly good. Okay. Yeah, really, really enjoyed it. Nice one. Well, that's uh, that's a good that's a good review. I was going to say. Oh, the only thing I was going to say at the end was it's probably the equivalent of like you know like Fosters in in Germany. Oh, yeah. You no. Know, so if a German's yeah. listening to our review, they're just pissing themselves. Yeah. Like this. What do you call it again? Oyster farmer. Oyster farmer. This is a that is baby beer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like the stupid Australians think it's sophisticated. There's some German guy there with his cookies and cream IPA. <laughs> that's, that's what I was about to say. He's sitting there with exactly that. Yeah, yeah. He's got a cucumber beer. <laughs> Who are it? these peasants? You got a sports down for us? I got a sports yeah. down for us. Let's do it. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue the Alright, so straight into the NRL with the blowout of the week occurring with the Panthers, 30-4 winner of the Bulldogs. Can I, just, can I just interrupt you for one second? Sure. I just want to say I am not across what's happening in the NRL. That's okay. I'm barely across what's happening in the AFL. Fine. I just feel like... Um, that's why you need to listen to the sports that's, uh, now. This is all I need to know. This is I'm, I'm telling you everything you, you like need us, to know. This is all we need to so know. So today... Yeah. You, we're not contributing to the sports down. We are also listeners. We're listeners. Yeah, that's what's okay. Happening. I've got a little bit of soccer news at the yeah, end. Yeah, I want I actually want to know what's happening in the soccer because there's a lot 100%. going on, 100%. and I want to know what I need to know. Well, I'm keeping it fairly brief. Go for it. But just the key points. I want to know the key points. Okay. Well, that, first of all, the blow of the week. I like to mention the blowout of the week. Panthers over the Bulldogs, thirty to four. And you'd think Penrith looks really good, but did you know that this puts the Panthers in the first team in 26 years to go undefeated for the first 12 rounds. I did not know that. Unbelievable. Weren't you backing the Panthers in at one point? No, that I, it's like um, it's like I haven't changed it since my last one. They're my shoe-in. Beautiful. Yeah, I haven't Look changed that. my shoe-in since... Well, you haven't changed it because they haven't changed their dominating <laughs> exactly. ways. Exactly, have not lost The wind hasn't changed since 26 so years, they haven't lost it. a bloody game. Right. They're yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, the Panthers are insane. But um, All the players as well, Nathan Cleary... The other ones. Oh, look! <laughs> I, all I know is you can get a great HSP out there, so it's good stuff. You gotta go back there one day, Phil. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now I couldn't actually believe we missed this, but I think because we didn't have a sports down last week. Yeah. But have you guys heard about the whole Jamil Hopawate fiasco? Talk to me. There's okay. another Hopawate. There's another Hopawate <laughs> fiasco. Is it, is it actually his son? <laughs> I'm not sure how he's related. <laughs> that. But uh, look, look at us. I've got to know. Your father was the best ass fingerer in the game. <laughs> Listen to this story. <laughs> Jamil Hopawati played for the Broncos as recently as last year and only a week or two ago was charged with drug offences. Mm-hmm. What kind of offences? 
Well, he's being held without bail for his part in the import of half a ton of cocaine. Half a ton. $155 million worth of cocaine uh, has been imported by the former Broncos player. Now, here's the interesting thing. He was on the distribution side. And the cops had already worked out the drug import was happening before it got to him. So at that point, they had already pinched all the real coke and swapped it out with the fake coke. But you say distribution side, he was a dealer. Well, he was, he was bringing it in and he was going to be doing the high-level distribution out to the sub-dealers and then the sub-sub-dealers till you get down to like the guy on the street. You know a hell of a lot about coke import. I watched some Breaking Bad. He dabbled. <laughs> so by the time it got to him, <laughs> the police had already subbed out the real cocaine with the substitute stuff so they could track it without any danger of it getting onto the streets. So his lawyer, Greg James QC, is arguing there's nothing illegal about distributing fake cocaine, so he hasn't really committed a crime. What do you think of that plan? Interesting. Yeah. I, I, that, to me, would be a, a plan that would fail because... Like immediately, right? Wouldn't you... If you were a dealer of, of coke and you just had this ample supply of cocaine all the time, you'd have a... I'll just take a quick... You know, quick dab every morning and make sure it's, you know... Oh, but this legit. was, like, the moment he got his hands on it. Oh, he didn't even get a chance He to. didn't even get a chance to do Aww. a quick key pump. <laughs> well, and I guess the question is, you know, when you're doing... If you were doing that quick bump in the morning... Yeah, yeah. Like, Let's presume it had gone further. Yeah. 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 Would it end up being a bit like how I'll have a decaf coffee in the morning and it lifts me despite the lack of caffeine? The placebo it's effect. like a placebo. Yes. Yeah, 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 true. It's like my body's like, well, you know true. what? I'm going to have a cocaine response yep. yeah. because you're doing the thing. Yep. Yeah, right. You know? yep, he's maybe. Having, yeah, he's having a big line of pancake mix and he's there rubbing his nose. Tight, tight, tight. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and just... just one thing that I'm a little confused about that I just want to double check yeah. because it's always been my understanding that cocaine is a, is done through the nose, right? I I think I I think you can do it lots of ways. Like you can smoke it, so you, you can rub it in your gums, consume it. All can you put it in your butthole? Your bum bum. I think you'd probably stick it in your butthole. So that's maybe that's the Hopper Whitey because trick. He, he is the son of John Hopper Whitey. <laughs> is he really? He absolutely is. Wow. Okay. That's one hell of a family. Maybe huh? it's maybe it's anally specific cocaine. Maybe that's why he had to bring it in. <laughs> Maybe that's what Hoppawati at the beginning was doing all that time ago. Adam didn't actually finish the story. He's obviously well, in high in high form at the moment on the field, so he'll skip his sentence and he'll be, right. well, he'll be there for the Tigers. For I'm weekend. hoping that the lawyer would use the usual, surely the embarrassment and media attention is already punishment enough yeah. that has worked for so many of the other players on the field. Absolutely. And I like to think that like he's playing really well. We've got to protect him. Yeah, it's almost like he's running around on the field like he's... Fueled by some kind of <laughs> some kind of performance enhancing truck. It's got him really hyped up. It's so fast out there. So quick. Uh, so you God. might be thinking, okay, first offense. Yeah. No big deal. We no all make deal. mistakes. Yeah. Here we but go. But he has a little bit of a history. Now in 2012 he was sacked from Parramatta for drink driving. Mm-hmm. Not a big problem there. Manly swooped in and picked him up. And then in 2014 he was jailed for a year for violent assault of two men at a Sydney pub. And then he was sacked from Manly. He spent some time in the clink. Not to worry, though, the moment he got out, the Broncos were hiring. So then in December last year, he was sacked from the Broncos after being charged with uh, domestic violence and drink driving again. Now, half a ton of cocaine, or at the very least, fake cocaine. You all up to speed, Hunter, old buddy? (laughs) You got all that? You and the boffins of the integrity unit ready for this particular case? Look, he's only 26 years old. That's the other crazy thing. What a life. This all started when he was 18. 
So I guess we can look forward to his uh, his stint with the Bulldogs when he gets out of this run of time. In yeah, I think Bulldogs is a perfect landing landing spot. It's a perfect though. landing spot. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just getting this image of, you know, in like a cop show when they bring in somebody that they're trying to lean on and they get their file out and they're like, drop the massive file yeah, onto the table. <laughs> boom. boom. Yeah. And then they're like, then they'll go and grab another file and put that on top. And they're like, oh, that's a lot of stuff. And then they bring out the box as yeah. well. <laughs> There's two interns with wheelbarrows. <laughs> 100%. Ball Hunter. He sounds like so a guy who'd go like she's Selma from now on from now on I'm only marrying for love and maybe again one more time for money (laughs) (laughs) poor little dude yeah Yeah, he's 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 in some trouble by the way, I just uh, just completely off topic. I just poured a little bit of your grifter cucumber beer. Yeah, what do you think? Not a bad chaser for the heavy German. You find the German beer quite heavy, did you? Interesting that you would say that. Just more body. That's on. Have you got See, a, I poured a, a bit news of article the, uh, about a heavy body German. Like? No, I don't. Actually. Oh, that would have been so good. That would have been amazing. I poured a little bit of the coffee porter into the German beer, and it's exquisite. Mm. Exquisite. Mm. You're mixing them now. You're making. You're making your own concoction. That's oh, yeah. right. Oh, okay. Well, wait. Beer cocktails. My goal, podcast idea, is everybody, for us to have our own brew by the end of the year. So our own crypto by the end of the Finn year and our own brew by crypto the calendar Finn, year. Crypto Finn, brew cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've talked yep. about this. Yeah. A crypto that can exclusively buy our beer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Done. All right. We only take cash though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on to the AFL yep. then. And the biggest wipeout this week came from the Lions over the Giants with Brisbane smashing our boys 129 to 65. Now Melbourne still sits at the top of the table with 10 wins and one loss, and did anything else happen in the AFL? I mean, honestly, not a lot. There are a few incidents of striking and some rough play, but the fellas have been pretty well behaved. Good on you, boys. One bit of news, though, Sterling. is that the Richmond v. Essendon dream time at the G match has been moved from the MCG to Perth due to COVID. It's third city in as many years, with the game having been played in Darwin last year for the same reason. Now, it's all part of the Indigenous round. Oh, I'm very excited. We have a match, I think it's this Friday night in Darwin, so we're going to get the full patronisation from the commentary team. Oh, Remember well, we talked about oh, it? Like yeah. did last year. Well, look at them all, so aren't they? They've come out for the, for the Friday night entertainment. They've never seen a spectacle like this before. It's like, they're just humans. Yeah. Oh, look at them, aren't they all having a great time? So impressed by the blinking lights yep. and colourful <laughs> field. Yeah, like they're fucking Martians or something. Or like Keep it in your lost, pants, Eddie. Or like a lost tribe in the Amazon that are seeing a live sporting event for the first time ever. It's, it's so bad, isn't it? It's so bad. Mystical language, isn't yep. it? Yep. And a quick follow-up from a few weeks ago, the AFL club West Coast has confirmed it will not sack troubled forward Willie Rowley Willie Rowley was in trouble for testing positive for cannabis. You remember we talked about this. And I say good on the West Coast for being good sports about this and helping answer the question, Willie Rowley. His name no, is not... Willie's going to stick to beers from now on. He's not named Willie Rowley, is Willie he? Willie Rowley. And he's busted for cannabis. Yeah. <laughs> that writes itself. Uh, there's, a, there's a term for this. It's called nominative, nominative determinism. <laughs> Basically, being you're fake determined by your name, right? Yeah, it's like naming it. your kid Jeeves. Jeeves, yeah. <laughs> the butler. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. 100%. Thanks, thank you, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. So, uh, quickly in the cricket, the Aussie boys are finally out of hotel quarantine after fleeing India. Yes, all 38 players and umpires were released from their mandatory 14 day quarantine on the 31st uh, to emotional scenes. Now, the players left India, India after the deadly third wave increased daily cases deaths, and cancelled the IPL in 2020. Unfortunately, there was no room on the plane to bring home any of the other 9,000 Australians currently stranded in India, since I understand many of the Aussie players and umpires 
really like to stretch out, you know? <laughs> Push the armrests up, maybe leave an aisle free for bowling practice, you know, just try and get through that flight any way they can. I just... And- I must be missing something logistically. It must be there must be something that is so difficult to get. This is nine thousand people. I mean, people. we used to shift about a hundred thousand people in and out of the country yeah. uh, on a on a weekly basis. Yeah. I don't I don't understand. We've got a lot of hotel quarantine, and there's a lot of cricket players, mate. Yeah, you know, try and see from there. As you said, they really like like they wanted to have (laughs) they wanted to have enough room on the jet for an actual cricket like uh, like pitch. Yeah, whatever it is. Like, we need yeah. to keep our game going, boys. That's right. That's yeah. right. And they like to have like, maybe two two dinners each. That's it. That's and an extra serving of dessert. Uh, and finally, as I like to, in the yep. PGA, you've all been waiting for it. The Charles Schwab Challenge at the Colonial has been won by Mr. Jason Cockrack. <laughs> After a bad final round by Jordan Spieth. <laughs> yep. I didn't see I any of it. I did, Phil. I didn't see any of it. Did you, bro? I didn't watch any of it. But Good. Over to you, Phil. His name's Cockrack. It I really love it. is. I love it. Sorry, the commentator's called him Cockrack. Cockrack? <laughs> is it, is Either it, way, it works. Either way, it works. It, it's so much like South Park. I think Cockrack's also the... He's chokes on dick, and they're like, <laughs> more like Mitch makes me sick. <laughs> That's also the nickname of Jamil Hopperwani. Um, I've got a music a little about golf, so I'll continue from him before you go into your song. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. But I do want to just give Classic a shout out. We've got a couple of lawyers who listen to the pod. Maybe anonymous. Mike Liven, can you tell us if it actually is, if that will work? Selling Coke, but it's not actually Coke, so you can't get actually arrested for it or charged for it, you know, by selling, you know. I think the word of the day there is intent. Intent. At one point, I understand the cops were chasing him and he, he flung a uh, sports bag full of folk, fake cocaine over a fence while he was trying to escape because he truly believed it was real cocaine. Yeah. Uh, so he knew what he was doing. Yeah, but you know what? You can always make up some sort of excuse. Yeah, well, he's paying for it. <laughs> no, I just want to, just talking about, uh, well, quickly, the only thing I'll say about AFL and NRL, and Adam will appreciate this, if you're in fantasy sports, you're in, you're in, you're in bye week. Bye hell. week. They're God, all in bye hell. weeks. My AFL team is missing half its players. I don't know what to do. You should so, check out uh, the fantasy league NRL, mate. It's a just disgusting It's thing. disgusting. You know, I think combined with COVID cancellations, all this kind of stuff, it's an absolute mess. No, speaking in golf, so there is, I don't know if you remember last year, they had, they had what's called the match. Which yeah. was uh, uh, Tiger Woods mm. and Tom Brady yeah. versus Phil Mickelson and Peyton Manning. Oh, right. They're that, doing it again. That's kind of cool. It's called the match um, take two. And yeah, of course, Tom Brady fucking hit a pitching wedge into a hole because he's Tom Brady and he <laughs> owns the world. Um, so they're doing it again. This time, uh, Phil oh, Smith, me Bryson and Brooks. It's not Bryson it, no, and Brooks, is it? Uh, it's Bryson DeChambeau yeah. is t- is playing with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yes. And I believe, just give me one second. I should have probably remembered this. I think Tom Brady is playing with Phil Mickelson. You said that last year. Someone is playing with it. Either way. I don't know if you've been following this, but Brooks Kipka yeah. and Bryson DeChambeau yeah, have been in this They've got tussle. a beef. Yeah. They've got a beef right now. And uh, I know, it's been a lot of... Uh, it's funny, there's been a lot of hate online saying, you know, it's a gentleman's sport. It's like, shut up, this is awesome for golf. You know? awesome. Amazing. Um, and and Brooks Kepka wrote uh, to Aaron Rodgers. He, he sent up a meme and said it was something like, Aaron Rodgers is 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 playing with Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks said, "I'm so sorry for you, Aaron." Like that's how brutal it's gotten. Amazing. I'm so sorry. Amazing. And Tom Brady did something. Uh, he trolled <laughs> Aaron Aaron Rodgers. 
Um, he did something really funny. Uh, yeah, he so Tom Brady posted a meme. It was the same photo of when Brooks Kepka was rolling his eyes when Bryson DeChambeau oh, yeah. we walked, walked behind him. Behind him. Yep. Bryson's walking past Brooks and the caption is Bryson. And this is Tom Brady who posted this. Oh, yeah. Bryson, happy to be here. Brooks Kepka rolling his eyes. Aaron Rodgers realising he has to spend the whole day with Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> so now Tom Brady and Brooks Kepka are yep. giving it to yep. Bryson DeChambeau. Yep. And it's just growing into this incredible... Uh, summit and peak of awesome cattiness. It's absolutely yeah. my favourite cat I'm, fight I've I'm ever seen in sport. Because yeah. I love these sports stars. It's yeah. golf and NFL. It's bitching. It's Brooks Kepka. It's just, it's yeah. my equivalent of a wet drink. Look, look, a petition to change Brooks Kepka's name to Shooter McGavin. Done. I could say. Because, because, and, and what I love about no, this. Brooks Kepka, no, we like, we Brooks, like Kepka. Brooks. So Brooks would be Happy Gilmore. Oh, he's Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bryson uh, so DeChambeau is Shooter McGavin. He's the arsehole. Okay, got it. Yeah. And the best thing about all of this beef is the fact that I saw an article out the other day that basically um, the guy that played Shooter McGavin's like, heck yeah, I want to be in the sequel to Happy Gilmore where they're playing the seniors to it. Of course oh, he does. Wow, of course a he would. second Happy oh, Gilmore. And well, like, he didn't really have much of a career after he, that film. He, yeah, he, was, he was in a superhero movie. <laughs> the the constant nostalgia mining of uh, movies these days does irritate the shit out of me, but I tell you, I would yeah. watch the shit out of Happy Gilmore. I'll be lining too. up. Yeah, I'll be lining up for that. Good stuff, team man. Yeah, so man. in the world of soccer, please, you'll be all very pleased to know that mm. there were two plucky underdogs in the Champions League final. Now, I referenced this in the news for the week because mm-hmm. of Kai Havertz and his sweariness. Yep. Um, but we'll be all very pleased to know that Minnows, Manchester City, yes. and Chelsea contested the uh, the Champions League final. That's basically just for the uninitiated. That's the state of Abu Dhabi versus Russian oligarch. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, so you know, it's a it's a it's a neutral's dream. Yeah. Uh, but Chelsea got up one nil as Pep Guardiola once again overthought the living shit out of a critical European game. Oh, so he's one of the most um, talented coaches in the world in history, quite frankly, but just gets up in his own head at major games in cup tournaments yeah. over and over again and played against Chelsea without a defensive midfielder at all. Adam would tell you that that's, that's a crazy mistake. Ridiculous. That's crazy. Ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway, so all decided by a uh, a 1-0 by a half-time goal from Kai Havertz. Adam actually messaged me during time. the game. He said, okay. can you believe they're playing a... The, the midfielder. Defensive the midfield, midfielder. Defensive midfield I believe game? I believe he was moved by it. I'm not sure he was talking <laughs> about moved. the earlier things. It did move. It did move. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, so Man City, what, like three weeks ago, were on the uh, precipice of a... Quadruple. Quadruple. Yeah. Mm. And they only got 50%. No, they only got one. They only got one? Yeah. Oh, Wait, did no. they get the League Cup? Yeah, 50%. But like, Did they get the League Cup? I think they got the League Cup. Yeah. Yeah. That was ages. No, yeah, because I think they were on a treble. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. They got yeah. the League Cup, but then they lost the FA Cup. Leicester City, Chelsea. Yeah. 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 So the, so the Premier League's back. Because there was a while there where, where like the Spanish and the German teams were dominating the... Oh, the Premier League is back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Although, in the UEFA League... In, in the UEFA... The UEFA Cup Final... Yeah. This we is all what I was to, looking forward to. This here. is the one that we all get to laugh just, at yeah. Manchester United. Yeah. He did. He did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they laughed. He took his belt off. But, no, but continue. That was, this was amazing. But no. that was to hit me if I talk about more I football. I had to give some room to breathe, mate. Um, but the uh, at the end of the day, the uh, let's all laugh at Manchester United, essentially. <laughs> so they got to the they got to the final and then uh, won all with Villarreal, and they lost 
11-10 on penalties. It was a pretty epic shootout. Oh, epic wow. shootout. Yeah. yeah. I can't get my head around the Europa because it's like that's yeah. an album by U two. Yeah, uh, Europa. Okay. But I, it, it's not. It's not the you're not the like if they win Europa. They're not the best in Europe. No. What are you? We are the secondary team <laughs> in Europe. Like, what yeah, because they're not it? even. It doesn't even make you really second in Europe because that's the runner-up of the Champions exactly. League. Exactly. You'd final. almost say that everyone in the Champions League is still better than you. That's right. I've been saying this for years, mate. Just, that's right. You have been saying this for years on your Twitter sphere. I can't believe. Look, to be honest, it's finally we're picking it up on the podcast. No defend mil- defensive midfield. Insane. Ah, uh, uh, Zuropa. Zuropa. Pretty good album. <laughs> It was pretty good. It was great. Moving had lemon right on it. And moving numb. right along, Dude, Jim. That's you two album I ever had, actually. Oh, yeah. Joshua like Tree was pretty good. Bit. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Mm. And uh, Aktung Baby. Those three were oh, yeah. classic U2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should have a U2, should have a U2 episode. Yeah, I, I, I'd appreciate that. Is, what are your top three albums? Like, no, Joshua I actually would die because I think U2 is a very overrated band. I dislike U2 as yeah. much as he dislikes soccer. No, I'm with so you. I like that we've seen I don't how dislike them. I just, don't, I just don't understand why people go ape shit. That's what them. I mean. Yeah. Like they're, they're, they're fun like, enough I like them enough. What, what is it? it? For me, it's a little bit like, um, and, and I'll probably get some blowback on this one, but it's like Foo Fighters. Everybody's like, oh my God, just, just fetch a fucking towel and clean yourself off already. Mm-hmm. They're good, but like, mm. they're not... They're not that good. Yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. Like any good lawyer, lawyer I'm occasionally pro bono. Can you quickly finish the segment? Oh my God. Finish oh my the segment. God. Oh, there's a pro bono finish joke in here did as Everton, well. Did it's Everton just... make the Europe... Did they do anything? No, no. no it's they... in the saga. Oh, yeah. do you not know how I finished? I actually Moving don't right really along. know. Moving right along right now. Uh, so in other news and personal news, Morecambe... Lowly Morecambe, yeah. the, sh- the <laughs> mighty shrimps, have escalated up into League One. And I say this just as a shout out to my boy Mike Cook, who is from Morecambe and has followed them for a long mm. time and was up at midnight watching a three-hour game at Wembley that went into extra time with absolute commitment. Paid £12 for it to Morecambe. watch it. Morecambe. Yeah. Morecambe, to watch his team go up. Hey, this is a man who has played for his home club so often in FIFA. He's seen that. Thing happen in FIFA a hundred times and so his sense of reality was blurring when he was watching it happen for real mm-hmm. he's like is this, ha- is this mm-hmm. FIFA or is this life I like don't know pinch himself. I don't yeah. know it was amazing um, and the most important piece of news which I don't know if you've seen Tristan the A-League has a new deal uh, I did see Channel new 10 broadcast deal. I did it baby Channel 10 yep. baby CBS. Paramount Plus CBS alright oh, boom 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 yep. 200 million bucks for 4 or 5 years or whatever it is but basically the league can continue so yeah, we live another day. Weren't we going to buy it uh, at no, one point? We talked about it. Uh, and we're going to have $100 million. We're going to have to for the A-League and it's gone. Yep. <laughs> and it's gone. And well, it's gone. we were considering starting A-League coin, but um, uh, yeah. we just didn't get around yeah, to it. Uh, or like a GoFundMe to just like buy it and give it back to the people. That's a really. That's uh, what I wanted to do. That's mm. a really solid investment, Channel Ten. I'm I'm sure it's going to be lucrative for you. Uh moving right along. No, yeah. I actually think it will be. Will it? Yeah, yeah. The A League has just needed free to air that actually gives a shit about it. Because you know what we'll happened. See what happens. You know what happened to the old NSL back in the day that um, the AFL basically got Channel Nine to buy it and bury it. And so this time around, CBS is going to try and make a big deal, and the MLS is growing, so they know. It's yeah, you know what they it. say about free to air viewership. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. <laughs> to the moon, baby. It's a fair comment. <laughs> I'll give him that. Alright. Uh, let's go to our feature segment. Good rap, bro. Winter time. Winter, Winter is, is coming. coming.
Um, our feature segment of the show is um, always misconstrued in, in, a, in a way. Um, but that's what I love about it sometimes. Yeah. So I'm counting down my top winter things. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you both are. You're, yeah, but you know, his could be like... Remember the last time we did Earth and he just counted down the top features of Earth? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Gravity. Water. <laughs> we um, have... Uh, televisions. Yeah. 1.737, wor- you know, Earth mass. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, no. that was awful. Yeah. I stand by it. <laughs> I stand by it and I always will. Uh, and you're doing the movie. So, you know what, I'm going to start. Winter is here. Happy Winter Day. Happy June winter 1. Day. I'm going to start with my number five. Winter is here. It's cold. So, it's proof that climate change is a hoax. So, yeah, good. straight out from the bat. All right. Don't even need to talk about it. You're looking for another podcast crossover, aren't you? Well, I mean, it's cold. Here we go again. It's colder. Here I we saw go some again. MP from Victoria say they had the coldest day on record in Melbourne since 1949. Oh, and yeah. wrote climate change with a laughing face emoji. Climate change, lol. <laughs> lol. Yeah. Uh, which, of course, uh, generated a huge amount of um, yep. furious responses. Um, but you know what? I think... He might be on to something. Yeah. So, uh, thank you, Winter, for showing us that um, the world isn't getting warmer at all. No. That's my number five. Well done. Well said. Thank you. Finally, someone telling it like it is. Phil. Uh, hot mulled cider. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. nice. I didn't 100%. think about mulled wine. 100%. Have you got mulled wine in there as well? I haven't got mulled wine in there. Can I say mulled wine as you well? You said mulled yeah. wine, 100%. Because I, for me, it was, a, it was a pick yes. between the two, but I love cider. But when you walk into a pub... Mm. And they've got it brewing up on the counter, and you oh, smell it so as soon good. as you walk in. True, it's like fucking winter. Strap the fuck in. The duck in used to do such a good yes. one. Yes, pop in there in winter. Absolutely, I gotta have that. See you there next week. Ooh. <laughs> Should we do a mild wine review? So it's up one of the episodes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, good call. Okay, done. Good call, Tristan. Oh, thanks, mate. Awesome. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, so for their delicious calamari. That's that's your five. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, look at Mr. Sensitive over here. No, no, I didn't, I didn't want to trample on mm. if you still had more to talk about when it comes to cider. You mentioned cider. You didn't talk about why you like it so much besides the smell. Um, should but I anyway, that, should I put, so, so sassy. Should I put the cider inside your song in now and you'll just do a review on mulled cider? Yeah, mulled cider. It's really, really good. I just want to see, I, to be honest with you, it was worth it for Sasscat over here. I didn't mean to get sassy, but I will say, when it comes to winter movies, I don't see how you can go past, for my number five, the oh, movie no. Frozen. Let and I'm go. not talking about the 2013 Disney classic. No, oh, no, no. Oh, 2010... Gave us a little movie called Frozen about a group of college students that just wanted to do one more run down the mountain. It's a horror movie, isn't it? It's a horror movie. Yeah. And uh, the guy that operated the chairlift got called out on break. The new guy that came in didn't realise there's anyone left on the chairlift and promptly went home, leaving them stranded on the chairlift in the middle of winter. And from then, it was just bad decision after bad Ooh. decision. So one person tries to climb out of the chairlift and jump down, Ooh. compound fraction in both legs, and then gets eaten by wolves. Ooh. Another person falls asleep, their hands get frostbitten, stuck to the, the rim of the chairlift. Someone else tries to climb their way down, cuts their hands to the ribbon on the cable. It was great. It was, a, And you know what I really like about it most of all is guarantee there's got to be 30, 40, 50,000 kids that have tried to watch <laughs> Disney's Frozen and have accidentally stumbled upon the 2010 release and have traumatised for life. I'm only thinking of George Michael and Arrested yes. going, watching, yep. he put on to watch the classic Judy Garland, cla- the, the Judy Garland classic of Oz. Yeah, like, where's Olaf turning up? Eat it, bitch! <laughs> Yeah. But it's a great, it's a great fun little movie. So I'm giving it my number five. I've never watched that. 
I watched it with Sean. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. would you say that the cold did bother them anyway? Big time. Does your <laughs> at least the wolves did? <laughs> I had to look that lyric up. Does your does, <laughs> does Frozen appear in your list at all? The cartoon? No. No. It actually was quite good. I've seen it. Uh, all right, my number four is the Game of Thrones, <laughs> the the series. Now Mm-mm. I know they yeah. let us down. I know they did. That's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Winter is coming. Is it? It'll be one of the most famous TV lines of all time. Yeah. For a good part of the series, it really kept us on our toes. It did kept um, us guessing. Adam, being the cynical man that he is. Yep. Would always constantly remind me, like, remember back in season one when winter yep. was just around the corner? <laughs> yes. And now we're seven years later yeah. and winter still isn't here. Yes. Do you remember when you just saw these uh, these white walkers in the snow? Yeah. But they did it so well. They and do you remember season going. one when it wasn't a flaming pile of trash? Yeah, but it wasn't <laughs> that great. <laughs> It was it was shit, but even like season eight, I was in Mexico at the time. Mexico. We had to go to like a youth hostel to yeah. watch it with a bunch of like nineteen year old kids. Yeah, just because we had to watch it somewhere. Mm-hmm. We went to an American themed rib restaurant in Mexico City just so we because they had TVs in there oh, and they were showing shame. Game of Thrones. <laughs> what a shame! I'm There's just saying, else good there. I've never tried so hard to watch a TV show even when it was bad. Yeah, so I get it. Yep, yeah, I get so, it. You know they they kept it going. They made the win. The, the, the finally we had the, the the epic battle versus the night walkers and it was kind of crappy but it still was it still delivered yeah it's still delivered but the winter is coming which is the title of this podcast it was epic it's timeless yeah uh, it's used in so many I mean we used it just to, to make a joke about semen yeah and you know with leading into this segment and people will continue to do that. And people will continue, you know... Speaking of semen you, jokes, how come he said more come like four or five times and no one said anything? I thought I'd slip that one past you. That's true, <laughs> actually. Turns out yeah. I hadn't. I'm like, I won't, I won't make the joke. Tristan's got one just around you the corner. have. It yeah. was too late. Anyway. That's all right. You circled back around to it. And absolutely, <laughs> that's the thing. I'm, I'm not somebody who's a believer that you actually ruin a show by fucking up the ending. It's like, I would go back... Um, when no, when the appropriate number of years have gone, I would go back and watch the first seven seasons of Game of Thrones and then no, just pretend no, that last one. Because there's no point. No, I'm wouldn't. confident that you won't. And, and positive. I'm sure you and now And now I'm certain I will, just despite me. <laughs> yeah. What um, are you doing, Phil? How can you even see you? Fucking watching yeah, Game of Thrones, right. bitch. Yeah, I'm like three episodes in and hating it, and I'm like, spite him. <laughs> spite him. Um, Your number four, bro? My number four yeah. is uh, Freshness. Fresh. Winter is fresh <laughs> as fuck. I love this guy. Love fresh him. as fuck. And what you've got to understand, uh, let me give you some context. Yeah, here. now we know your context. You mean you mean ocean swimming? No, no. No. No, that comes later. Yeah. I don't even um, wear deodorant from about May yeah, through, about to, through to like September. I'm just fresh all the time. The full context here is that you've got to understand, I grew up in Queensland. Oh, yeah. Winter isn't really a thing there. No, it's not. So it's a very new concept to me. So yeah. even the concept of winter is still quite fresh to me. Yep. And then you wake up and it's fresh. Yeah, it's crisp. Crisp mornings. Yeah. Mm. You wake up in the morning, it's like, oh man, I'm a little bit sleepy. You open that fucking door hits to the balcony you. and it yep. hits you in the face. You are fucking yep. awake. Yeah, whacks you in the face like a dick. Yeah. Yep. Does That's it? the best thing about it. <laughs> Adam, your number four movie. My number four movie. And this one, uh, you know how I feel about post apocalyptic movies. You know, I, they're one of my favorite subcategories. Uh, rock hard. This time I'm giving it to Snowpiercer. Oh, so yeah, the yeah. world is being destroyed by climate change. It's just frost and, and snow as far as the eye can see, except for one train that just does one gigantic loop, and all that's all that is humanity is left is on this train. Uh, it's directed by the same guy that did Parasite. The, uh, was Still the, haven't seen it. 
It's very good. Yeah. Um, still haven't seen it. Not as good as I thought people were talking about it, but still very, very good. Uh, but Snowpiercer was just... It was weird. It was creepy. It, you know, had Chris Evans in it. Always good to see Captain America in a yeah. Korean movie. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just loved the premise, loved the movie. Don't remember the movie very well, so I can't even comment on it. It was snowing. They made a TV series, no? Tra- I haven't watched a TV series. Yeah. They have. Yeah, I think it's on even Netflix, yeah. but I haven't watched any of it. Phil, any comments? So we're just going to leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. All have right. you seen it? I haven't seen it. Okay. Yeah. Number three. I it's very good. Hmm. The concept that in winter, there's always an opportunity to go snowboarding or skiing. Like, it's not like we have it readily available living in Sydney. Yeah, you get a six-hour drive minimum. But I still always like to... I, I have gone on to Qantas a lot. I've, mm. I have fantasised about just, you know, flying across the Dutch and going to Queenstown. Yep. Yep. I always talk about, yeah, maybe I'll go Threadbow this year. Oh, yeah, get the kids in the car. When I used to work for California, I used to yep. be able to take ski fams. Yep. Just the idea that snow's falling and I can ride down it yes. is... It turns everything into a playground. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there's there's snow on it. Let's do things on it. Yes. And snowboarding's awesome. Yeah. So I miss it, and I do wish I lived within a sh- decent drive from a snowfield. I think yep. we all do. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But we don't, so we uh, continue to uh, revolve around this existence of life without <laughs> snow. Man, COVID yeah. has really done a number. I know. Look at that face. Hasn't it? Look I at know. that face. Your number three, bro? My number three is a bit of an odd one, but I just went, okay, winter, and all the things that I was thinking about winter, and one of the things that dropped in that just gave me this warm and fuzzy feeling hmm. was old school farming simulators. So I'm not talking about... What? The... What's your number three, Adzo? Okay, my right, hold, so... hold. I'm not talking about that <laughs> shit that they put on Facebook with those games. No, no. Send you a request. I'm talking about Harvest Moon on the Super Nintendo and going through the seasons and in wintertime you could get access to that cave to get the extra tool so that you could do better farming the next summer. It's a good time. It's a good time. Phil, can I talk to you over here in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Phil's back. Um, what, uh, what, are you, what the fuck are you talking about? Go fuck yourself. That's what? All. What is Harvest Moon? Have you never played Harvest Moon? What's no, Harvest Moon? Not a clue. Okay. All right, talk us. All right, it's an edge. Educate us, bro. What is well, Harvest? You Moon? You know Farmville. No. Can I? What's it got to do with winter? But the seasons rotate. Oh, in real life. Yeah. Or you mean in the show? In, in the, the sim in the game. In the game. The whole thing is the movement of the seasons. It's all about that. Because that's what farming real is. Real life seasons? Like, does it follow the seasons in the real world? Like real time? No. Or is it just simulated within the you show? You don't have to play the game for a whole year to experience all the yeah, seasons. That, that, would, that would be kind of that cool. That would be absurd. That would be cool. No, I'm sorry. You're dissing me for the version of a farming simulator that doesn't take a year to play? <laughs> for every and harvest? You're saying that would be much better <laughs> if you had to play it all year. I'm just trying to translate for our dear listeners. Ooh, I, don't, far. I don't want to translate for the dear listeners. Yeah, all right. Harvest Moon on the Super Nintendo <laughs> Harvest is Moon one of the reasons Nintendo. you like winter. Yes, on okay. Super Nintendo, you say. Super Nintendo. Wow. Yeah. They have save functions on Super Nintendo. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. They? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they had little batteries in the cartridges, and you could like, yeah, they save. So cool. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, a good pick. Yeah, I was going to say that. Mine's actually. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. My number three, and this is where I deviated, and I only deviated once, is actually instead of a movie, I chose a video game. I've got Harvest Moon <laughs> on the Super Nintendo. <laughs> boy. Now, number three for me... Should have known Mr. Nintendo would find a way to back It's up. another horror movie, and this time, the snow, the snow has begun to melt, revealing the bodies oh, I know what this is. of thousands of dead Nazis. Nazis. Yeah. Oh! Who then quickly... 
and efficiently come back to life in the is. horror classic Dead Snow. Dead Snow. Oh, I've never heard of And when you've got zombie Nazis fighting yeah. against humanity once more, you know you're onto something special. And it wasn't just the one when the, the sequel came out that uh, was better red than dead or better dead than red, the one that included the communists. Yep. Even better. Yep. They took it up another no. notch. No. And first movie I ever saw which contained a... Nazi? Oh, a, a Blumpkin. That's what I was looking for. I can't believe you, know you remembered that. I don't know what a Blumpkin is. Adam. <sighs> it's when you give or receive a, a blowjob while the person receiving the blowjob is taking a shit. Yeah. At the time. Oh. Yeah. On the toilet. That seems like an odd addition to a horror movie. No, but it was actually genius. What was perfect. crazy it was is, actually artistic. That, is that scene happened. This guy's on the on the on the lure and yeah. this girl comes in and say, Hey baby, and starts going. I was like, Hey, a blumpkin And you're like, What is that? I'm like, Oh, that's when you blow somebody while they're taking mm-hmm. a shit and everyone just looked at me like it's like I read a lot of urban dictionary. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's um yeah, one of those ones that you come out with like like you know that. It's um <laughs> That's disturbing. That's disturbing. No, but I must right. say, Give the concept shot. is so good. Oh, if I had a straight choice between watching that or playing Harvest Moon again, it would be a tough call. Yeah. There was a game Tristan. on the PlayStation 4 uh, subscription thing last month, I think it was, which was mm-hmm. a first-person shooter where you, you, you were fighting zombie Nazis. Nice. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. I, it's, I think it was actually called Zombie Nazis. Nice. Yeah, but I never nice. downloaded it. Subtle. I was like, Meh, can't be bothered. Subtle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's no Harvest Moon. <laughs> Listen, right along. We're like a winner. <laughs> Number two, you would love it. Blowing smoke from your mouth. Just the fact that you leave the house and you do that little thing, yeah. and everyone does it, yep. and yeah. you, for a split second you think you're the you're a dragon. Yep. You're number two. <laughs> I, well, I think I'm a dragon more often than not. Um, and actually, just to, before I move on, I'll say that actually probably only makes that list because it's significantly more fun when you've got kids. Yeah, yeah. They're so excited when they go outside. Yeah. Like, Look, Daddy. I'm making smoke. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And all the kids at school are just doing it. Yeah. You're like, yeah, it's, winter is here. That's right. It's fun. It's the little, it's the little things in life you've got to appreciate. It is the little things yeah, that's in true. life you've got to appreciate. Very nice, very nice. Yeah. Uh, my number two is actually just a straight up personal memory of just pure joyfulness. Again, I grew up in Queensland. And then at 19, I moved over to London for a year and waited as winter descended. But it doesn't really snow much in central London. So it's snowing in, in the countryside, but yeah. not yeah, in like central London. London in New York, like everyone thinks it's yeah. all magical. No, yeah. it's a slushy, it's wet, slushy cold, crap, yeah, right? yeah. horrible, urban... But that one, that, that first day where we actually got some snow in London and I'm living and working in the pub and we had access to the roof... Mm. So we saw the snow falling outside, and as soon as I knocked off the shift, we went up so upstairs and had a had a the the world's lamest, but for me the world's most exciting snowball fight <laughs> on the top of the on the yeah. roof of the pub in yeah, the central yeah. London, yeah. just slinging these these sludgy, sludgy snowballs at each other, but just polluted the joy of it. Yeah, the pure joy of it. Yeah, it, it is, and to extend onto your point, it is one of those, uh, especially as someone from Queensland, Sydney, yeah. Yeah. when you go to a place which. Uh, uh, which it, where it does snow. I still remember yeah. um, the first time Lindy saw snow, um, which was in Vancouver after we landed, and it was looked mm. like it was very grey. And we got yes. out of the plane. It, it was deep. Yeah, yeah I was there. We yeah. got off the plane, yeah. and in between, when we got off the plane, we were in the customs hall, and we got to the front yeah. curb. It just started pelting down snow, and yep. Lindy had never seen snow before. Yeah. And it's just and that feel, and also in those urban cities like Vancouver and so yeah. on, probably London. When it does snow, it's, you know the, the clouds are so thick. 
yes. that none of the light pollution leaves. So you get this orange glow and uh, white glow amazing. of the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep. really low clouds. Yeah. So and it actually keeps in certain cities it actually keeps the city quite warm because yeah. it keeps all the heat in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you have this amazing mix of like it's not like it's hot, but I'm just saying like yeah. you can play in snow, it's fluffy, but it's nice when you get the nice fluffy thick snow. Yeah. You get that sludgy urban I mean I take like, it at that dirty point. snow. Dirty yeah. snow. After twenty years on this earth of watching every Christmas special being <laughs> European or American in nature, so Christmas means winter. Mm-hmm. And then seeing it for the first time I took my sludge. It was good. But then I went to Oslo later and had like the proper snow. The proper snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a yeah, good yeah. time. Was this good is time. Eight this, foot is this deep. Snow? Yeah. 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 Yep, and that's cool. Yeah, cool. lovely. Okay, so uh, I've gone back on the horror theme once again. Compact, it's just your constant. Mostly yeah. horror theme. Uh, and this one. Did he yeah, ever leave? He never left. The very, <laughs> the very snowy and very scary Rob Reiner classic, Misery. Based on okay. a Stephen King book, yeah, a starring Kathy Bates and Jimmy Kahn. Yep. Uh, Jimmy Kahn's basically a writer because Stephen King or the protagonist is always a, a writer of some kind. Yep. Crashes his car. He's rescued by a nurse who's actually turns out to be his number one fan and basically kept prisoner in her house. And there's the classic scene where she realizes he's been escaping and trying to find his way through the house and hobbles him while or by breaking both of his ankles with a sledgehammer. Yep. And you know, it sounds terrific. I don't know. Have you seen Misery? It's, no. it's probably it's probably rated up in the in the high mid to high eights on IMDb. It's a classic. It's an yeah. amazing movie. Incredible score. Incredible it's acting. Like a, a horror version of the classic like Fatal Attraction trope. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Oh, it's like the you know classic uh, horror films, which are to today's standards. Uh, you know, like Bart said it well. What did he say when when? What was it? Was it the the Nightmare on Elm Street or well, Rocky? Yeah, you or, have to watch. You won't, or you won't it become acclimatized to them. Where he was saying, like, you know, it's like watching old school horror. You don't actually get scared by it anymore. But you know, it you got to give respect to the classics because yeah. they set the scene. Well, yeah. for a lot of inspiration. And I don't it's find not like horror, like you know, the Saw franchise where there's blood and gut spraying everywhere. But it is a slow burn. She is a frightening character. She's a large powerful woman who is uh you know able to destroy this man he is completely vulnerable to her because he is broken he's been in this car accident and she is insane and this crazy fan and everything and uh she kills police when they come to check on on what's going on she breaks his legs it's an incredible movie Uh, frightening and uh and very real i think very very not so much more mature for 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 and snowy well and it's and, got, and snow and contains snow and there was snow because he, he he slid on the on the road because of the snow. That's cool. Yeah, I like it. Uh, all right, my number one is uh, I don't know if you have this as your number one, maybe, but um, winter just allows you to be fatter, or in uh, another way, it allows yes. you to feel thinner because you're yep. not sweating. Yes, <laughs> you can wear you wear your thick jackets. Yeah, like, look yep. at you. You could be you could be you could be docking a, a gut there or whatever you want to be. I wouldn't know. I got a lot you know? of dad in my dad body. Yeah, but you, in but winter, you wouldn't know. You can hide it. Yeah. You're wearing your long pants. Yeah, you got your thick jackets going on. Maybe you have got a scarf on. Uh-huh. You can snug up. Yeah. you can yep. put on a nice loose fitting hoodie. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and also, you just don't go around sweating too much anymore. Yeah, I like that thing, man. Not sweating all the time. And also, and that also, and, and then an added bonus is that because the heat makes your body expand, and all that kind of stuff. When you're colder, your body so you 
your body already just automatically it's like basically going on diet without doing anything mm. yeah. and you know that when spring comes and you start suddenly start yeah. to wear a bit of looser clothes and not as much yeah. and you're like Shit. That awful sort of six oh. weeks or so where you're like, I gotta rein my diet in because I'm gonna to need to be wearing shorts yeah. and stuff like yep. that. Yeah. But we're at the precipice of having, you know, we've already had it in May. We've got another cup cut months of just mm. pure relaxed dad bod, you know. <laughs> you're an Adonis, so we don't need to worry about you. Dial up. Well you've been doing all that kung fu. Yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> How do you think I did my back in? <laughs> ah. uh, so shout out to Winter for shout just allowing us to live. Yeah. Um so my number one Here we go. Is uh, that scene in Fast and the Furious with the submarine? Yeah, oh, well done. I so, was worried wouldn't yeah, get shot. I know. Here you were yep. worried. You were worried. I was but worried. Um, Fast and Furious Eight, uh, Vin call. Diesel in a jet car. Good call. Uh, and they spend the whole movie fighting against Vin Diesel because they found a way to turn him against his family. Oh no! But of course, he's waiting for the first opportunity to turn again. And then they're all racing across the ice and the submarine comes up and they find a way to basically take out a submarine with cars. Yep. Brilliant. Which admittedly takes a lot of effort. Yep, it um, does. So that was my fake number one. My real number one is Icy Swims, which I've already talked about. Okay. I love them. I love them. I like, I Almost like the as much one. as I love Fast and the Furious. <laughs> uh, okay, no, that's, that's good, bro. And my, um, my number one, uh, Winter Movie. And I'm sure you must have seen it because it really is. It's considered by a lot of people to be one of the best movies of all time. We won't have heard of this. Fargo. Oh. Yeah. Ah, okay. The Coen Brothers classic. Oh. The icy, snowy, yeah. kidnapping gone wrong. Uh, one little anecdote. I was supposed to be going on a date with a girl I was really keen on. We are going to go to Trotfest, as you used to do sure. in your, in your yeah. 20s. And we teed everything up. And then my mate Sean came over... Uh, he was over about an hour before I was going to leave. And he was like, hey, have you guys seen Fargo? And I was like, no, no, no. He's like, oh, we should watch this together. Put the DVD on. Remember, you'd go around to people's house and watch a DVD? Yeah. And you used to do that? Yeah. Put the DVD on. We started watching it. I was 45 minutes in and I called up my girl and cancelled the date. <laughs> I said, I'm, I'm really sorry. So I'm just going to add to watch the end of Fargo. It is a great film. It is one of my favourite movies. And I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll add on the follow-on series, which were also fantastic and also wintry. Uh, yeah. yeah, so Fargo and the Fargo series. And the Fargo yeah. TV series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great, All fantastic. Great, great pick. And yeah. a, uh, a Coen Brothers film and Coen Brothers show, which, you know, shout out to the Coen Brothers. Love me love. the Coen um, Good pick. Yeah. Good yeah. pick. All right. Good pick, Here's, guys. here's the winter. Can I... Uh, I was are, 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 we, are we summarily saying, let's assume that the date was going to go well. Are you, are you <laughs> saying Fargo is better than sex? Um... No, for, Adam, for Adam, it, it probably is. Oh, <laughs> oh bro! I didn't say Fargo. <laughs> um, no, look, he probably wouldn't have gone anywhere anyway. That but, one, um, that one really hits. That one really. You hits. don't know what my dating life was like in my early twenties, but uh, yep. yeah, yeah, I, I think I made the right choice. Can I just? I, I love the way, the angle you went down. Can I have a couple of shout outs to uh, also the um, I'm thinking of is it the Spy Who Loved Me? The, no. One of those James Bond films. From Russia with Love. From Russia with Love. Yeah. Yeah. Very snow. Yeah, uh, had centric. the skiing scene at the start. Um, also, actually, just watched... Uh, you, know, uh, you know, I've been watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And see, I've got to say, season 11, I think, is their best season so far. Hmm. And they did one episode, which was a... I don't know if it came... It must have come after the South Park ski... You know, the, which was what's the, the movie Aspen. they took off? Yeah. Well, oh, oh. The, the one with John the, Cusack in it. Yeah, um, the, the John Hughes movie about the ski. Ski, yeah. I can't remember what it's so, called. Always Sunny does 
an episode like that as well. Mm. Fuck me, I was I was lolling with the best of them. Um, so uh, I don't know. Any other snow films come to you? Hot tub my... time machine. Hot tub time yeah, machine. Great movie. Good call. Yeah, great movie. Love great that. call. Yeah, the second one not so much. No, that yeah. was that was trash. Yeah, it went to went to pot. Uh, and also Hoth in in uh, Empire Strikes Back, brush. Yeah, I know, yeah. But that wasn't the whole movie. No, it wasn't, but it was epic. epic. Yeah, epic. great. Yeah, absolutely. Although that, I'm pretty sure it was year round. Oh. The ice planet Hoth wasn't just winter. That's true. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the snowball and, and the the droid happened to land just where. Remember, right, remember we were small. talking about yeah, last yeah. week, right where Han Solo <laughs> happened to yeah. see it on a planet. <laughs> on a whole planet. <laughs> on a whole planet. The snowball fight episode of the American Office. I never watched the American Office. He did. Yeah. The snowball fight episode where Dwight is basically conducting psychological warfare on Jim. Yeah. And then he walks out at the end and there's like 40 snowmen in the car park and he doesn't know which one Dwight's going to jump out of. He's freaking out and beating the shit out of all of them. That Dwight, was actually very... And, and he was Dwight's watching just, from a window. Just, Dwight's just up on the roof watching yeah, him yeah, going, the ultimate snowball isn't a snowball at all. <laughs> <laughs> just a quick uh, bit of office trivia. I noticed the girl who plays... Is it Aaron? Yep. The yep. new secretary. Yes. Uh, and also went on to play the uh, Kimmy Schmidt. Did she? Yeah. Oh, that is her, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. She's been trending for all the wrong reasons today. Oh, shit. It turns out she was like at a beauty pageant. She was crowned KKK queen at a Ku Klux Klan beauty pageant Aww. when she was about 19 years old. Aww. There's a picture of her beaming as the Grand Dragon puts the crown on her head. Oh, shit. And she's getting slammed. As, you know, she probably should. Maybe it was like, a, she thought it was a coffee club or something like that, but they were being trendy with the Ks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's wrap up the show uh, with a little uh, chappy ass. Oh, and, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to get her out. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's wrap it up, boys. Now let me tell you, child, of a war that is about to come. Since time unremembered, there have been two: one dark and unforgiving, the other pure and filled with light. At the dawn of war, I stand alone, looking out at what will be the last battlefield, for winter is coming, and I. I'm a princess. Once a common lady of the dark army but denied my right to be called princess by birth, I betrayed my kind. And now I have chosen my side, that which I believe is best for all, for it has a DualShock controller with a speaker and a touchpad interface. Our land is split in two, brother against brother, friend versus friend. My parents will fight on Black Friday as well. For what, I do not know. What the hell is he wearing now? My followers, though few in number, shall help see me through until I am finally accepted as a princess by all. I cannot rest, for I know that even now the enemy is training for battle, also preparing for winter. What's up, Chappy asks, mate? Anything good? Uh, yeah, hey boys. Hey, Freedman Podcast, I'm back in. Living in beautiful Queensland, I have to deal with my fair share of creepy crawlies. What's your policy on killing, removing, or ignoring various spiders, snakes, and shuffleboard cheats when they are on your property? Yeah. 
Um, I feel we've kind of dealt with this before when Phil's manly feat of the week was just killing. Yeah, spiders. I think we know where this is. I mean, I, I, uh, I'm a non-killer. I, I've uh, seen you sort of corral a cockroach out the out the door rather than just hitting it with the TV guy and moving not, on with your I don't. I to be fair, I have no uh, apathy towards cockroaches. Yeah. I just find the idea of squashing them disgusting. Oh yeah. Uh, I just like ugh. Um, but so let's not let's not that's not that's a bit of an, an anomaly. Let's talk about spiders. Yeah, I, I respect the spider brush. Spiders, I will catch and release. Yep, I found uh, red backs over there in that corner over red there. Red backs, I will kill in a heartbeat. Nope, I moved. I took them into the gully, not too far from here. Can't kill them. Can't kill spiders. Okay. Not in my nature. Snakes. So I've, I've we never had to deal with snakes, well, but it's not a Sydney problem generally. I've seen them in the park, but never, yeah. never in my house. So we were at uh, we were at the wildlife zoo on uh, on Sunday, and um, Kobe loves snakes. And uh, there was this one oh. snake it was called the Woma python, yeah. and it was behind the uh, it was behind the, the the glass cage or whatever you want to call it. I tell ya, this snake, I've got a video, this snake was following Kobe and playing with Kobe. Kobe was doing anything with his hand. He was yeah. engaging and Kobe, with Kobe. was for 10 minutes, he was following Kobe's hand, he was moving around. Kobe was like, you know, he wanted to eat your child. <laughs> Probably. They don't make friends, they're reptiles. That. He was playing with him. He I was just there sizing him up. Absolutely. Like, can, I, can I fit him in my belly? Have you watched my octo- octopus teacher yet? Yeah, something like that. Octopus becomes friends with the dude. Octopuses are very different, they're very smart. Well... I would say, don't kill spiders, don't kill snakes, and not only don't kill shuffleboard cheats, embrace the shuffleboard cheat. Like, become friends with the shuffleboard cheat. Alright, I'll throw this out there. I will will catch and release spiders where I can, I don't mess around with the deadly ones. If I see a red back or a funnel web, I'm probably just going to kill it. Um, But huntsmen and house spiders and things like that, I'll mostly just let, let be. Huntsmen I don't like because they're frightening, so I will still catch them and release them into the garden. No problem. But we had an issue last year with mice. Okay. We had four or five, maybe even six mice uh, that had moved in. Oh, yeah. And I I did the... And they mess with your shit. They mess with your shit. And they're also... They make you feel... Killed mice. Like you're you're just in a vermin-filled roach palace. So you killed mice and we'll... So I put out the catch traps. I baited them with peanut butter. They went in there. The thing closed. You know what? I watched a... Rat, a mouse go in there and then turn around, open the trap and leave again. And that was the point where I figured that's when things I, got That's when things got serious. And that's when I went out and I got the kill traps. And it only took about one weekend uh, and I put about 20 traps out. I caught all the mice. So we got everything but mice. Mice are your... Mice I will kill. Mice you will kill. And so, I, I guess if I had rats I'd kill them too. Let's talk to the Queenslander in the house. Sometimes they've got to go. Sometimes they've got to go and, and mice is a great example of this. Since you boys uh, shamed me, basically, um, I have found my capacity to... We uh, lynched you. It's a difference. Uh, no, an actual lynching results in death, I think. Well, it's coming. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. It's good to, good to have a heads up. Uh, metaphorically. I'll keep an eye on it. You've got a but, great um, new, new segment. Upstart. Oh, yeah, yeah. I keep, I, I, he's been getting closer. <laughs> he's been getting closer. He's been watching me, observing my behaviour, seeing what yep. not to do. Yep. Um... But since you guys shamed me, it has lowered my capacity to kill the spiders. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I'm learning We've to love them. We've reached him. We've reached him. Yep. I'm learning okay. to love them. Um, so, 
in the general, Queenslanders I'm, finally becoming a New South Welshman. Well, and this is this is I'm basically where Adzo's at, which is if you've got a deadly looking spider, I'm sorry, but yeah. you've got to go because that's danger. But the rest of them, it's like, yeah, just shuffle him outside, no problem. Which is um, admittedly exactly how I would deal with um, a cheating shuffleboarder. I would just get you no, in a, no, in a tub no, of no, 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 carry you into the this park is across the road, down and just turf you out next to the tree. You'll like it here, won't you, buddy? Oh, you prick. Yeah. I like where you went. All right, let's uh, let's say goodnight. Thank you. I'm glad that glass didn't have beer in it. I'd already finished my beer or I wouldn't have kicked it over. Strap uh, out, gentlemen. Strap out. See you later, everyone. <laughs>